My name is Ryan, and I'm being forced to read this. You're listening to Just Conversation. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh Uh-huh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit the subscribe button and get notified the second new episodes are released. <laughs> and also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to yeah. share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yeah, so go grab somebody, pull them nice and close, and prepare to enjoy El Programa that we have for you today. But before we get into what that's going to be, we have for you a... Review! Yes, and we get these at Apple Podcasts, and probably a bunch of other places, but we don't want to check, so if you want us to read it, send it at Apple Podcasts. But if you don't want to review us, feel free to send us a rate anywhere you'd like, because we'd appreciate that anyways, and we're not asking for any amount of stars specifically. It's whatever you think we deserve. We're not over here like, give us a five. Like, if we deserve a one, give us a one. Whatever your real opinion is, I don't give a fuck. Just make sure people know what you think. Share your opinion. Voice what you believe, and then tell other people to listen and vote as well, so that... Yeah, to vote. A rate is a vote, isn't it? Oh, it's like this is what this is my vote for. This is yeah, and because we do get numbered, so yeah. So if you want to vote us to the top, and then we win all the awards and become president of podcasts, you better go Mm -hmm. and rate, rate, cast your rate vote. Anyways, this first review comes from Team Babe Podcast. First time listener, conversation is important, and these two know how to keep it going. Cheers to creative content. We are creative. Hell yes. I appreciate that very much, you fellow podcaster. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening to the show and for leaving that. Admiring our creativity. Yes. Because we try our best. We try our best to be creative. It is important to do so. Mm-hmm. This, this is the format of the show, man. We come here. It's a mind workout. It's a mind workout. It kind of is. Sometimes it's like complete nonsense. And there's still something to think about in the midst of it. Because yeah. it's ridiculous, but it kind of hits logical points that you're like, oh, I fucking didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Which happens a couple of times. We, mm-hmm. we have many, many episodes where we're truly drifting off into something dumb. And then we hit on something and you're like, oh, wait, I didn't think this would get real suddenly. Yes. Uh-huh. A lot of episodes, I feel like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, usually I don't know where this is going. Never do. But it ends up going somewhere really good. Yeah. And today yeah. we have that very same thing happening with a guest. And today's guest is Ryan King of the Clever Name Podcast. Who's a bigger troll? Between? You and Ryan. You think I'm a troll? You're definitely a troll. I don't think I'm a troll. I think I'm brutally honest. Oh, okay. I think you're both. Brutally honest and trolling? Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Maybe I'm trolling half the time and honest the other half. Ooh. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. You're listening to a podcast. If you're paying attention, if you're trying to get your opinions from me, you missed the point. Definitely. If you're, tr- if you're here to find out what I believe so that you can make it what you believe, yes. you missed your point. Like mm. the whole thing. You, you forgot. You don't even know. Man, I hope there's not people out there like that. But there are people out there, not to for you, but just reading opinions so that can they can take that one. Trying to and formulate their it. own out of everybody else's. Yes. 
don't know what the fuck that's about. If you're listening to this show, I hope what you take out of this is, one, be chill and take nothing serious, and two, exercise your thoughts. There are things that are unreasonable that you think are reasonable, and there are things that you think are unreasonable that actually make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. The lesson should always be fucking think a little. Yeah. Think a little. Think a little. Keep an open mind. Always, because shit gets weird. Yeah. And it will get weird, this conversation, because mm-hmm. we have Ryan King from the Clever Name Podcast, a good friend, an odd individual. And an enemy, or at least he... Um, <laughs> and an enemy? <laughs> he said... Yeah, I guess I technically think... <laughs> my arch rival as well. I think so. he says something like that, but... Yeah. Yeah. We're a nemesis. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say that? I know it's nemesis, nemesis, but that's when I'm saying he is my nemesis. We are nemesises. Nemesises. <laughs> so look, we are nemesises, and he is my nemesis. To which I am a nemesis, and we uh, <laughs> and we proceed with nemesar activities. Yes, that's how it goes. That's really really fun. Yeah, it's if a, you can catch up. If you can catch up, if you can follow the dots, I don't. It gets weird, like because it's it begins with form. But it slowly, slowly starts to fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> and just aims in many different directions. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it's literally about, I'm not sure which conversation we're having anymore. So this might be fun or a nightmare. Who knows? Yeah, it might be. Anyways, I do hope you guys enjoyed this conversation that we're about to have with Ryan King of the Clever Name Podcast. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of this. We'll be there to tell you how awesome the episode was that you just heard. Because that's yep. how we do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy. 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 Hi. Hi. Uh, what the fuck happened? Do you read what happened when um, Joe Rogan? Uh, no, I don't read. <laughs> okay. Joe Rogan is uh getting, you know, they're trying to cancel Rogan. Because of the... What the fuck is it? He said he has an episode of his show from super long ago, right? And he said... Uh, it was uh, Joey Diaz who was talking some bullshit. And he said that he got 20 different women to give him blowjobs in order to get stage time. Oh, okay. And so Joe Rogan... He didn't... Joe Rogan isn't the one who said this. Joe Rogan laughed at it. The world is now freaking out, not at the fact that Joey Diaz said that he did that, but at the fact that Joe Rogan laughed at the fact that Joey Diaz said that. I think it, I actually think it's hilarious. I I think it's hilarious that anyone thinks that's funny, like, or a a big deal because it's, it's totally something that happened all the time. And Joey Diaz is like a bouncer type guy who totally would do that. do we really, are we going to stay blind to the fact that people used to suck dicks to get into places? A hundred percent. And that's not even the point. The, 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 the craziest point is the fact that we can't confirm this to be true. Nobody's come out and said, yes, this happened to me. He said a thing on a show and it was between two comedians whose whole, who are friends. Obviously, they're just shooting the shit. But people immediately assume he said something horrible that must be true. But had he said, like, I went overseas and I fed a bunch of kids in need, would people believe him at that moment? Mm, yeah. What, are you really getting mad at people for believing what people say? What Dude, the fuck? It's ridiculous, yeah, I though. That he got his dick sucked by 20 different women and got them stage time. I believe that's something that somebody like Joey Diaz would do. And I'm not. I'm. And if you understand at all who Joey Diaz was. You'd be like, yeah, that's something that he would do. And I think it's funny that he would do that. 
I would laugh at it too. That's ridiculous. Now, so, yeah, I, I think it's funny regardless. Like, it's, anyway. I think the, the, the idea of the joke he framed it at is funny. But, like, I don't actually believe, even whether or not it did happen, I don't believe it did happen. Like, I don't, I have no proof to fucking land in either direction, but I'm, I'm using objective information to just say there's two comedians, they're close friends, and they're joking. But no, it wasn't a joke. I'm going to tell you without, without a shadow of a doubt, Joey Diaz for sure got his dick sucked in exchange for stage time. I don't know if 20 is the exact number because he might be a little bit of an exaggerator, but for sure somebody sucked his dick and then as compensation, they got to go on stage. They wouldn't have gotten on stage if Joey Diaz hadn't put his dick inside of their mouth. Your honor. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, what the fuck can I do, right? Like, it is what it is. So, what do you think? You no, think gonna... the uh, the circumstance is... Uh, it happened... Ten... When he said it, it happened 10 years ago, and he's probably talking about something that 10 years ago, Joey Diaz was still like, what is that motherfucker, like 55? So, he was like 45 then when he said it, which means he's talking about some shit when he was in like his 20s. So, we're talking some shit that happened like 30 years ago that he's fucking joking about that they're angry about. You think the uh, so public reaction is appropriate? If like if Joe Rogan had the the bouncer for Motley Crue on and they were talking to him and he was like, yeah, man, chicks always suck my dick to get backstage with with Motley Crue. They pretty much every girl who ever met Motley Crue sucked my dick. And then Joe Rogan laughed at that. Everyone wouldn't even bat an eye. But for some reason, it's because Joey Diaz is also slightly famous that now there's some stink on it because Joe Rogan is associated with them. I guess that's what they're going with. Like, there's probably fucking hundreds of episodes that Joey Diaz has been on. He started his own podcast because of Joe Rogan. So, like, I, I I'm gonna say that's probably the issue. But I don't I don't see it as an issue. Joey Diaz is pretty much an admitted scumbag that's turned his life around since then. So, telling stories about when he was a scumbag doesn't seem like a big deal. Yeah, this is this is my point. I don't think that the reaction people are having to it is by any means appropriate. I think. Whether or not they believe it, like, who the fuck cares? It happened. And it's not like he's like, I'm going to force you to suck my dick. And then I'm going to reward you at some stage time. No, it's like, there's an you have to agree to the terms of this fucking... It's kind of like the whole Facebook thing. You make an account and then they make you click that box that has like a million instructions and you never fucking read them. And you probably signed over your soul. You don't fucking know. But it's sort of that same bullshit. It's like, that didn't happen. She didn't like fucking check off a box that she didn't know what the hell was going to happen. We sooner agree to that and don't bitch about it than about this instance in which... This female, or females, however many times it happened, said, yes, totally fine. And then they did. And then he joked about it. And now we're enraged. We're like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. But it's like, there was no rape here. This was all consented. All right. Serious question here. And it's going to get a little bit rough. So Go for uh, it. if you got a queasy stomach, fast forward a little bit. Um, if you could get your podcast featured as the number one podcast on every single thing for like a month, would you go down on a Joey Diaz looking woman and let her squirt on your face? No, and I can tell you why for several reasons, but there's one primarily that I, it's the same reason when uh, conversations of this nature, uh, somebody who did want the show in the past because of how kind of open shaped it is, I guess. 
the same reason I gave them is the same reason I would give anybody else. I am a strong believer that if something were to suddenly blow up, that is the same rate that it could disappear. You could lose whatever you get at the same rate that it came, that it became huge. But if you build something slowly and gradually and the numbers pace up at a slow rate, those are true committed individuals who are there for the ride. So as the thing gets big, it gets big in a way that cannot be torn down versus something that just gets big and people will see you as prey. They're just waiting for you to fuck up. But who the fuck cares? Think of Dave Chappelle. He started off doing small things, building attention, building attention, building attention. He can say whatever the fuck he wants now because he's never sold out. He never let anything guide his path once. So, although you're Joe Rogan... In situation. What happened? You're not selling out. You're, you're, not, you're getting your podcast featured in, in a, a very prominent area where it can be consumed. Nobody's getting it forced down your throat. It's not like it's it's going to be the only thing people can consume. Like it's like the U2 album that gets automatically downloaded to everyone's fucking iTunes or something. It's it's just going to be featured as number one so that if if there is people out there who would love your show, they would see it for sure. No, no, no. It's going to be the number one in every fucking category. I actually don't think that would work. Like the problem is you have to understand that every situation has the uh, the train hoppers, you know? So you have the the people who truly like the thing and then the people who only like the thing because other people like the thing. I don't want those people fucking as fans. Go suck a dick. Go do some other shit. Go roll over and die. Stand under the train that people are hopping on. I don't fucking care what you do. Just do something else. Don't listen to this show. Only if you really want the show should you listen. Not because everybody else is doing it. I want to do it. But that's what's going to happen inevitably in a situation like that. Something is making a lot of noise and it's put on the most popular place. And it's like, well, I guess it's here and other people are doing it. And I want to be part of the in crowd. But the second that the noise dies down, everybody gets bored and leaves. That is garbage yeah, to me. You're yeah, you're dumb. Um, I'm on the other hand will sell out immediately. I will take that check. I will fucking rake in the dough for as long as possible, and then live comfortably, staying whatever the fuck I want for the rest or the rest of time. If it doesn't work, then you know it's never gonna work because fucking everyone saw it. Everyone that's gonna see it's gonna see it, and there you go. Then you know for sure that you got a shitty show because nobody fucking saw it. No, nobody listened to it after no, they saw it. No, I 100% so disagree. I, I think some things do require sort of an acquired taste, you know? It takes exposure and understanding rather than, here's the thing, if it's for you, it's for you, and if it's not, it's not. But if you have these people who like it, they genuinely like it, and they tell people who genuinely like it, then that that's, although it might be slower than a sudden explosion... That continuous grabbing of people who are interested, like that same person who was told by a friend, sees it on the commercial and is more likely to ignore it because they have less reason to consume it. Meanwhile, somebody who just hops on random trains is more likely to consume it because they're just hopping on whatever is most popular at the moment. So you're going to miss out on real fans simply because of bombardment of exposure rather than having the guy who surrounds himself with people who like the same things he does. He found the show. He likes the show. He tells his friends about the show. A couple of times, eventually they do listen, and now you got a new fan who does the same thing, and you repeat the cycle over and over. And it's a slow burn, but it's an always up burn. You got to think of it like a, like stocks. There's always a giant spike up, but that means that there is always coming a giant spike down. But if you have those companies that are gradually increasing, that always steady up, 
that up is not gonna like if it comes down it's the same rate that it came up so it's always slow i don't need that you're crazy i don't need steady up i need spike up to take the money fucking run buy an island start real fight island because it's what people are looking for and i'll i'll just live off of there it's it's pretty simple. You get you have a very dumb plan. It's gonna take you until you're sixty, and then fucking ten people will be listening to it, and then you'll get and then you'll fucking die. I'm gonna I'm gonna cash out. I'm gonna get that fucking Jake Paul money or whatever the fuck those guys are, some YouTube asshole, and they fucking they send me a huge check. I buy an island. I I I compete with the UFC because they fucking sold out and 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 didn't actually buy an island. I buy an island and fucking put cage fighting on it. I win. You lose. You have a dumb idea. <laughs> what do you think of the money that Joe Rogan's getting? I don't know. He probably deserves more. <laughs> I don't care, dude. I would do the exact same thing as him. He gets fucking $100 million to go to Spotify. Who gives a shit? You know, no oh, fucks. my God. You know what the crazy part is here? Movies or videos until this point. I so it totally didn't either. Smart move. No, this is what's crazy, dude, because Spotify is basically choking out Apple for, uh, on this one. Because it's like... You know how many people, you're not going to have like three or four fucking podcast apps. You're going to have one place that you find all your shit because we're lazy fucking humans. So everybody who's like an avid fucking Rogan fan can still get all the other shows on Spotify. Think of what that does to Apple. They're just like, I'm going to go fucking listen on Spotify. Fuck this shit. That's odd. I was thinking YouTube. YouTube's in a stranglehold right now, and they're just going to lose billions of views. Yeah, no, YouTube has been fucked for a while. They've been drowning themselves. It's just trying to make money as part of Google, because Google will swallow that bitch up if it doesn't produce. Think of how many commercials every fucking thing has now. It's just... It never makes money. YouTube is like ne- almost never made money. I don't know if they have recently since they, they had like subscription shit, but like before the the subscription stuff, they have been like a lead loss for the company. They just they just know that every it's like the public forum for videos, so they bought it, and that's why Google owns it. But it's always pretty much lost money. Damn. So what the fuck do you think they're gonna like toss that shit out at some point, or they're just gonna write out the losses and keep it as a public forum? No, it's great for advertising and stuff, and I think that's why they keep going through and changing all the ad stuff is because uh, they're trying to make it profitable, and it's like like the. The lady who owns it, like, I don't know if you know, the like Susan Wojcicki, the only reason she runs uh, YouTube is because she let the people who actually invented YouTube use their her garage. What the fuck? So she ended up being the owner as an extension of the project beginning on her property? Yeah, pretty much. Like she so owns she, the property, the essentially. Created, they created YouTube in her garage. And when they sold out, they kept Susan on to be the the face of it. So she really knows nothing about the the functionality. She's right there, key people. Susan Wojcicki, she's the CEO, and she uh, she she just basically had a house that was capable of fucking running uh, a YouTube out of an early YouTube. That's fucking nuts, bro. Think of how that's the craziest shit. So many of these fucking like random ass companies are just some nerds in a fucking garage and then it blows up to be something amazing like that's what the fuck windows was it was just some shit in some fucking garage not windows fucking microsoft microsoft was just some douche in a garage turned out fucking amazing thing to be a douche in a garage at this point same fucking thing that happened with jobs he was just a fucking dude in a garage with way too many ideas 
Except I would argue that uh, Steve Jobs is more of an auteur, where he, he takes part in every aspect of everything that has to do with everything. He learns every area and mastered every area just to figure out, like, even if I have to hire somebody to do it, I'm going to intervene and he's going to do it the fucking way I told him to do it or he's getting the fuck out because I don't really need him. Meanwhile, Bill Gates is fucking did the the rough stuff and then brought in a million other people to like, this is what it looks like. Keep spamming that shit. I heard that Steve Jobs was a huge douchebag. I heard that too. He was notoriously a dickwad. But it's because he had a clear vision. You got to understand. That's why I... That's yeah, ex- like he like cut his family out of his will. Oh, that's some dick shit, yeah. But then again, like, was he with his family? Like his, his daughter, at the very least. I know his daughter got cut out. But was he like consistently around his daughter? Or was he like, I don't fucking know this girl. Is that does that make it better? Yes. Like that you just produced the kid and just fucking just shit her out onto the planet and then created Apple and gave her literally nothing? Bro, if she is in no way more than just blood, that's not enough. I'm the believer what? that family is who you choose to be around and blood is just who the fuck you're genetically connected to. Alright, I guess I kinda backed that, but still, fuck it. You know, if you got if you got that much fucking money, even if your mom's a cunt, you buy her a house. I mean even I guess, yeah, you're totally right. Drug addict, you send her to rehab. Like that that's just what you do when you have that much money. If you don't have that much money, then fuck it. They're gonna be a shithead. I you can't afford to do that. You're gonna no, kill yourself. No, fair enough, fair enough. I see I, I see your point. There there's a middle ground there between what you're saying and what I'm saying. I'm way too to one extreme, but you're totally right. That is balanced. Like if you're filthy fucking like what does it hurt you to fucking do it, you know? There's no mm-hmm. loss in just not being at that level of a dick. You have fucking... Like ha- you, can, you can actually do an extra fuck you, too. Like, you can buy her a house, but it's got, like, shitty plumbing, and you know it's going to go to shit in, like, a year and a half. But you buy her the house, she gets a year and a half out of it, and then all of a sudden a pipe explodes. <laughs> no, not go. even. If you That's really, really want to be a dick forever, you buy them the house... You buy the house for yourself and let them live in it rent-free. Now... They forever owe you. That's how you win. No, that's just losing. What do you mean that's losing? They could be a shithead forever. You're going to pay for their fucking stuff. You bought them a fucking house. I don't care. It's the same shit. You have a billion dollars. (laughs) This is my point. You could just own a house and they go live in that house. That's it. They got to maintain your place for you. They're living on your property. They always have to fear like, man, if I treat them like shit... He could just be like, get out of my house. If if I'm Steve Jobs' daughter, I'm fucking Amanda Jobs or whatever the fuck my name is, <laughs> and I'm just, I spent my entire life just trying to cause as much destruction as possible and trying to cost you as much money. If your accountant didn't bring it up to you, you probably wouldn't notice. Man, I don't know. I would believe that. I strongly believe that. Like, it would just be like, like, oh, oops, uh, there was like a quarter million dollars of damage done. Uh, uh, oh, didn't notice, didn't notice that month. And then there's another fucking month where she just like stole a Rolls Royce, Royce and crashed it into the Pentagon. And like, he's not even going to hear about that because it has nothing to do with any competitor or Apple because he's focused. He's got, he wears the same goddamn shirt every day because he can't be bothered with distractions. So you think he's, he's worried about Rolls Royce crashing into the Pentagon? That's just a blip on the radar. So. He, unless she she fucking pulls a jihad and goes down to Google headquarters and fucking explodes herself, not gonna show up on Steve Jobs' radar. So, I I think that's exactly what you could do, and he wouldn't even be affected financially by it, at the very least. Fair enough, but that makes total sense. I think, uh, appropriately speaking, 
I say, look, I say, you got that much money, just keep buying shit and own, just make sure that no matter what, you're never in the red. Like, you're never suddenly, you own so much shit that you're going to go fucking negative. But with that much money, you got to, like, work hard to go broke, you know? And so... Just own everything that everyone around you is involved in so that they're always your bitches forever and then everybody is just miserable around you, but you're happy because you know they're all your bitches. It's a smart way to live life. I feel like that's that buy an island kind of life. <laughs> sort of, except if you did buy an island, you would let people vacation at that island only when you agreed they could. So they would always have to come mm-hmm. and ask you. That's the best part. Always. Nope. Oh, nope, nope. It just turned into Epstein's Island. He got rapey. You can't do it that way. What? It's your island. Just keep it your island. No, no. I would let, like, people to go vacation on that island whenever the fuck they want, except they have to come and ask me personally. Hey, there's only one Mm, airport, and it only allows people in through your agreement. And, you know, I want to go on vacation, but the virus is everywhere, and, like, your island is empty. Can I go? And I'm like, what am I getting for it? Oh, see? See? It just, all of a sudden, it got an Epstein-y. I mean, you're not going to the island fucking with them. I don't know. It sounds all of a sudden sound like they're going to have to give you a hand job to get on the island. And then people are going to try to cancel me because they fucking agreed to give me a hand job. Yeah. I, I feel like like if if prostitution becomes legal, I feel like this all of a sudden goes away. Like if it's like if prostitution is completely legal and you can just say like I will sell my vagina for X amount of dollars. You could also sell your vagina and or hand and or mouth and or anus for uh, like things like even promotions. To I guess be, that might be fair, on, I'm saying, like, to be fair, prostitution is a hundred percent legal. All you need is a camera. That's not prostitution. That's porn. It's different. Very different. How is it different? You're getting paid to fuck. Hmm. I don't know, because if you don't know the camera's there, then all of a sudden you add a new facet to it. I don't get it. What? What what if I what if I hired a prostitute and I just hit a camera in the room? It is became it pornography. Porn? Is it? But it's the same shit. You Those get my point? Crime. Like it's the same shit. It's, it's it's okay if it could get taxed. That's a problem. They don't want you to have a business that they can't tax. But if you can make prostitution a contracted, like a, a self-contracted business where you can tax prostitution, then they'll be fine with it. They just want to tax shit and make money. They just don't want you to be fucking when people, if you can't fuck somebody, you're probably going to watch porn and jerk off because the point is you couldn't get laid, right? So we can tax the porn. We can't tax the prostitution. But if we could tax the prostitution, then suddenly we're okay with that. Why can't you tax prostitution? You I don't can tax f- other services. I don't fucking know. They could tax prostitution. They're just not doing it. Exactly. So if we make it legal, then all of a sudden these things go away. Because if somebody's like, no, I offered her whatever it is, like rent for a month for the, for her to suck my dick one time. And she said, yes, that's now all of a sudden not the same thing it was because it was basically just an exchange of goods. Man, that's fucking complicated. I'm thinking about this right now, right? Let's let's break this thought up into into two different fucking arguments because what you just said oh God. enlightened me in a way that I fucking did not realize. Mm-hmm. If we I don't have enough weed for this. Bro, look, if we 
Joey Diaz, right? He gets this girl, she gives him the blowjob, she gets stage time. Let's change some of these pieces around a little. She gives him a blowjob, he gives her money. Suddenly, we are saying she's a sex worker. She has, because you know, you've seen all these posts and all these people supporting sex workers, you know, so we support sex workers, whatever. Why isn't that the same thing? Why didn't he force her to do that? Because her being on stage is so that she can make money. We just took out the middle part and we just went straight to the money. Here's the money that you would get by being on stage. You're not going to go on stage. You're just going to get money now. Suddenly, it's okay because we support sex workers. But we don't support Joey giving her stage time that's going to make her the money. She's not allowed to earn the money. Nah, fuck that. Not not fucking. She's not going to go work some other. No, the only way she could earn it is by offering the one thing she's good at. Fucking sex. If she's not good at sex, I don't give a fuck what else she could do. She's not good at it. She's not allowed to make money. Is that our mentality? What's going on? Why are we okay Wait, with? If they gave him a black, bad blowjob, like if she gave him like a really shitty blowjob, he wouldn't have got. She wouldn't have got stage time. I don't even know. Can you imagine? Was it a good blowjob? Because he didn't like. He didn't put rules around it. He said blowjob. So, I get what you're saying because if Joey Diaz on the podcast was just like, yeah, one time I I, I fucking paid twenty prostitutes to suck my dick, and then Joey and then Joe Rogan fucking laughed his ass off, nobody would bat an eye. At yeah, him. nobody would have shit. Yeah, it would just be like, ha, that was funny. Remember the time that Joey Diaz got 20 prostitutes to suck his dick? They probably ate blue cheese out of his ass. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? I, I didn't think about this before, but you painted such a picture that that shit just came to my mind. It's like, god damn, we're so fucked. The key is making prostitution legal. It's weird that almost any other service you can provide with your body can be a job. But if I put my mouth on a dick and, I, and acquire money for it, that's illegal. Yep. But the, 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 what the else. fuck? What the fuck? Because we argue so in I, favor of prostitution. They should have the right to do what they want with their bodies. Why is it that although we want that to happen, it doesn't? And then we are, are like, that's fine. But she's not allowed to do ex- the, all of these same things. Nothing changed. She walked up. She asked for a thing. He's like, you got to suck my dick to get it. She sucked his dick and she got it. The thing is what changed. Nothing else but the thing she got is what changed. And um, in one instant we're cool, and in the other we're like, nah, fuck that. So if we, if uh, I want to, I want to find where the line is. So let's let's do a little thought experiment here. So if I if I just have a service where I just give you a hickey, that's all I do. You come over, I suck on your neck until you get a hickey. You pay me twenty bucks and you leave. That's legal, right? That's totally legal. And I, I know that's legal because there's a, um, what is it called? There's that hugging, the job where the guy comes in, he hugs you. Yeah, but that's not as sensual as, as somebody giving you a hickey. But there's a also hickey's, the cuddling I version like of that. Guy, okay, there's probably a guy who's come from getting a hug, but I feel like there's more guys who have come from getting a hickey. I feel like that's, that, that's, that's what we have to f- figure the benchmark on. So if you do that, that's completely legal. If somebody comes over and grinds on your, your dick pretty much with clothes on, that's legal. That's just a stripper. That's legal. Completely legal. <gasps> legal. But if if I if I like, what if I just put my dick on your shoulder? I don't I don't come. I don't do anything. I just come over and I put my dick on your shoulder. You pay me twenty bucks and I leave. Is it? You're interesting. 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 I like where you're going with this because this is getting it's getting kind of complicated. Because if we say it's a blurry line, yeah. Here's my question, because I've never thought about this before until right now, but 
is it legal to have a prostitute come to your house or do we just do that regardless of it being illegal? Wait, so like if I just like if I'm just on Tinder and I was a chick and I just went over to some dude's house. Yeah, bachelor pa- it's a bachelor party. Like made him pay me 20 bucks. Yeah, you just have a bachelor party. Is that is that a uh, 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 stripper legal? Is that a legal thing you could do? Or is it like no. not legal, but they're doing it anyways? I think it's like it's like how suicide's illegal. Like it is illegal, but like like what are you gonna do about it? Fair enough. So so we're saying like if we could catch this person in like if a cop that gave a shit was there and it's like I'm gonna just follow the law no matter what I see I'm gonna do the law the right way. He would arrest the like it's that level of legal like this super loyal cop that's always gonna do the thing. He's gonna arrest her. Obviously, if she was black, he'd kill her. But he's gonna arrest her for stripping. That's where we're getting at with this. She would just go to jail because she was tripping. Even if she's a stripper on paper, like that's her profession. But she went here to strip. Is it because she's not stripping at a strip club? I don't know. I've completely lost focus because we have up on the screen um, a, a cuddler can make 40 to $80 an hour plus tips. And clearly I'm in the wrong profession. All I got to do is just fucking come over and... and spoon you for an hour <laughs> 40 i'll do i'll do bare minimum prices i'm fine with being the lowest paid cuddler because god damn it 40 dollars an hour is more than i'll ever make at my job dude if you put a couple of you don't even need that many fucking clients a day bro you take like three four clients you're good dude i'm offering my services right now i'm gonna do bargain basement prices 29.99 an hour and you get to cuddle you can do whatever you want I'm not going to say it can get sexual, but like we, we kind of went over it earlier. Okay. Know? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So we got cuddling. We got cuddling, right? So the next extreme to this, because we, we got to get to where, because penis on shoulder, yes, that's probably illegal. But I'm sure we can push it far enough because a massage sometimes can get to, there's, there's erotic massages that are non-sexual. Does that make sense? Where you can massage, like for example, there are breast massages. That's a thing you could do, and you're in contact with somebody's private sexual parts. Mm. Uh, I've heard that there's people that that come when they get waxing. So yes, is that become prostitution? Um, does full body massage include private parts? A full body massage doesn't have to include your sensitive areas. A full body massage usually includes arms, legs, hands, feet, your neck, back, stomach, and buttocks. The area around the breasts is usually massaged, but not the breasts themselves. None of this is crossing a line. None of this is prostitution. But what if you just, what if you paid me to just come and tweak your nipples until you came? Interesting. Is the coming part the part we we want to charge for? Is that is that it's like clearly not? No, you, we, the the benchmark of the law clearly doesn't matter about coming because then all strip clubs would be shut down. Interesting. Interesting. Anybody who can have an orgasm regardless of circumstance would fair enough. So no, like every the, I I've never been to a strip club, but I've heard many stories of people just going like they wear track pants there so they can just get somebody to grind into their dicks. And there's prostitutes or not prostitutes, but they basically are. There's strippers who will just fucking basically give you a hand job with their butt cheeks at the strip club. So that's clearly it might be bordering prostitution there but like it's not because i think most people are aware that there's guys in strip clubs that come in their pants when they're there from lap dances 
So then coming isn't what's doing it. There is definitely... No, it's, is not. It has to do with physical contact between genitals for sure. Because I think a breast massage doesn't seem illegal. Like, I think... I'd look look that shit up. Maybe we can find this shit. I think a breast no, massage you... is not illegal. That's just a mammary gland test or a, a mammogram. For sure. That's, that, that's legal. A breast that's, massage that's totally legal. legal. I don't... I, there's... There's going to be a weird line, like, like, what if the guy's really into feet and he just wants you to, like, lay your feet, like, across his body and stuff? Like, you don't give him a foot job or anything like that, but he just kind of fucking plant your feet on him. That's still, uh, that, none of this seems like, so this is, but it might fall under it. It's, yeah, it's this, you, you, exactly what you said. Like, it's not necessarily, but it could fall under it. That's exactly what this shit is saying. It's like, in some places it's legal, in some places it's not. We have found the line. So, touching genitals, but not genitals touching each other is where the line is. Genitals touching each other, illegal. Not touching genitals in any context, any form, totally legal. Touching genitals with a part of your body that isn't genitals, we have hit the weird middle gray spot. But why though? Tits, genitals? And that's the weird part. They're not. And they're already here. But it's weird because we consider them... Almost like if they were genitals on women, but then men technically have the same breast muscles, they're just smaller, and we're like, nah, it's cool. Did we just figure out the loophole? Are you allowed to give tit jobs and it's perfectly legal? Well, no. That's the problem. The fact that it's... The fact that it's not legal. But, like, you can go as a male to a masseuse and have a chest massage. But, like, if I just put my dick on you, like, like, that can't be illegal. I think it is. I think it's sexual misconduct. But no, I'm, I, we're both consenting. I'm paying for it. I'm paying to just rest my dick inside your armpit. Man, I guess it no, would have to be. It's it would be as legal like as being it. a stripper. I think those two fall under the same thing. So I can just put my dick in an armpit, and it's not prostitution. But if I move over a little bit and put it onto her boobies, then it's illegal. Could interesting? Could be? Could be? Could, might not be? It might not be because. A hand job is prostitution, and you're not touching any. It's not genital to genital. <laughs> yeah, hand job. That's it. That's that's hand to genital. That's what I'm saying. That, but when you add coming into the mix, the com- coming's the wild card. It some in some cases it it doesn't affect things. Like if you're just I don't know if somebody just like gives you a back massage and you come in your pants, that doesn't make it prostitution. So like coming's it's a wild card sometimes. But if you were stroking someone's dick like you just grabbed onto their dick and and they paid you to grab on their dick and they come that's a hand job in my books and that's prostitution so there's there's you got to add the wild card of coming into every equation okay so if you okay you 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 pull up there's a woman you tell her hey get in my car she gets in the car you pull out your dick it's already bad look you pull out your dick and you're like hold on to my dick you don't have to stroke it you don't, I'm not going to come or anything, I promise. You, I'm going to give you $100, and you're just going to sit there for five minutes with it in your hand. You don't even have to move your hand. Is this illegal? Not until you come. And then when you do come, it became illegal. Yes, that's the wild card. You, if, you don't have, if you don't have coming in there, then no, I don't think that's illegal. If you, especially if you just ask. If, if you're just asking and somebody comes, 
that's fine. Like if if you just got into a van and somebody was like, here, grab grab my dick, and she was like, hell yeah, and then she grabbed your dick and you came, still fine. All of this is fine. But uh, if you paid for it, that's weird. That's that's where it becomes prostitution. But if you just paid somebody, like you were like, I I don't know, my dick gets car sick and it needs to be stable when we're in the car. Can I just pay you twenty bucks to hold my dick the whole time? I'm not gonna come. And it's soft. It doesn't get hard. It doesn't get weird or anything. And she just holds it. You guys like watch a movie or something. <laughs> and then you guys, that's, I don't think that's prostitution. That's just a, a buddy doing a buddy a favor. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. You, you, you make friends all the time. You, you have this one friend and you call her over and you guys have sex. She only comes over for sex. Every time she comes over, she has sex and then she leaves. It's never legal. On one random day. You just open your wallet and you give her $300 and you say thanks. Did that become illegal? Fuck, no. I don't think so. I think those are two separate transactions. What She's the fuck do you mean? You, you're you paying her for the sex, though. So. My girlfriend does that like almost every single time we have sex. So What, you give? she pays you $300? Yeah. Your girlfriend doesn't do that? No, that would be amazing. Oh, well, yeah, no. And I, I don't think my girlfriend's a prostitute. That's crazy, though. Like, you don't think it immediately becomes prostitution upon paying no. them if it's for the no, sex? if I have sex with somebody and then also give them money and that's not, like, a, a regular occurrence. If, yeah, if we do it every time, she's just a prostitute. And the reason <laughs> she's coming over there is for the money and, and the only reason she's doing it is for for money. Yeah, but no, if 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 somebody came over here and had sex with me and they also needed some money and they're two separate transactions, that's what makes it... Di- that's that's uh that's uh, you can there's a lot of rules that you can skirt around with that like i think no, it's, 100%. Still, it's still illegal to sell weed in canada but what no you no can no do I, I i totally believe somewhere you, i i agree with what you're saying when i was younger right i had a, a cousin of mine had a friend she would make a clear distinction between being a prostitute and being an escort and her, from her perspective, the being an escort part came in that there are no physical money transactions. They deposit money straight into my account. I cannot be robbed. I cannot be, like, if a cop stopped me, I have no money on me. If I got out of a guy's car and a cop stopped me, I have no money on me. There's no proof. I'm an escort. I am a professional. And that was the clear one and only distinction they would make between because it's essentially you're a fucking prostitute. I don't care what the fuck you're saying. You're fucking somebody for money. It just happened to be in credit form that goes into your account directly. But it's the same fucking thing ultimately. But it is basically moving a, like a giant loophole in the problem. Yeah, well, I think there is a difference. I think I think what makes it a prostitution is the fact that you have sex every time. An escort just doesn't have sex every time. No, no, she was having sex every time. Mm, I think you gotta have, like, a couple of dates. Like, yeah, that, at, at a certain point, but I think the first couple are just, like, feelers. You pay to have, like, the girlfriend experience. They come out and have dinner Yes, with you yes, yes. Actually, you're right, you're right. That was a part of the offer. It was regulars, mm-hmm. like, who would do it, and it was always, like, older rich guys, and sometimes it would go to, like, there would be a date heading into the the mm. the act so it would be like i'm a rich douchebag and i need a date for the stupid event i'm going to he would call her she would be the date and then the night ends with him getting laid and her getting paid because it's not illegal to be a, a sugar daddy or a sugar baby or whatever it's not illegal to receive money to be like a 20 year old hot chick and fuck a 90 year old that's not illegal because we totally don't look down on that 
But if it was the other way around, we'd probably be like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm into it. Any old lady who wants to pay me to be it, like all up inside her guts, fucking hit me up. I'm into it. But that's probably illegal, right? Like a sugar mama? Like a real legit... Sh- no. No? No, yeah, no, my bad. It's, it's a young guy paying for the old woman. Who the fuck's doing that? <laughs> Wait, what? Like an old dude paying an old lady for sex. Like a young guy paying an old lady for yeah, sex. Wait, no. Okay, that's just back to prostitution. This is exactly what I mean. <laughs> so uh, yeah, weird. I, there's there's double standards in life, man. You gotta you gotta deal with them. We can't just even the playing field for everybody. Sometimes sometimes you just gotta deal with this stuff like this. Yeah, man. So if you sugar daddy or a woman who's fifty years older than you, she's a prostitute. But if you sugar daddy a girl who's fifty years younger than you, you just doing what you do. Yeah, if you're if they're older, it's not sugar daddying. You just have a kink for old people, and you're paying for it. Yeah, you're a cougar hunter. The other way around, you're just a normal, successful old businessman who wants to have a super hot twenty year old fuck them. Okay, so then uh, on your end, are you a uh, a cradle robber or a cougar hunter? I uh, um wait. If they're paying me, I'm, it's the same thing. I, I guess I'm a sugar baby. <laughs> I'm saying general attraction. Would you aim higher or lower? Oh no, I guess I'm I I don't I don't know. I'm I'm open to all comers. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll go. I, I if I'm old, then I'd probably be into younger chicks. But I'm down for like uh some old lady to to come and um knocking on my door. I'll I'll see what's up. I'm I'll take all comers. Yeah, yeah. See, that's a, that's an interesting thing. It's kind of like music. I listen to all kinds of music. Same thing with women. It's like this. Everything comes in different flavors. It's more about finding out if it's for you. Yeah, I know. I, I it's it's weird. Like, when I was younger, I used to think I just had, like, a type or something, and I was just going to be into, like, one kind of thing, and then it's just, as you get older, you're just like, yeah, no, what, I'm, I'm kind of into everything. Like, the list of things that I'm, I'm not into is shorter than the list of the things that I'm into. You see, I'll just, whatever you throw at me, I can deal with it. I had the same exact experience. I was very thinking that there's, because there's what excites you in the moment. And you think like, this is what I'm into. But it's because you haven't really experienced the possibilities. And then two or three times of coming across completely different possibilities than what you thought was your thing, you eventually start to notice the pattern of, no, I was just only surrounded by that so i thought that's what i was into but as soon as i was exposed to other things i'm like yeah i fucking like everything it's whatever i know i had some like a really old lady hit on me not that long ago like she was she she worked in the in an old lady store but she fucking she went all out hitting on me and i was like fuck yeah let's go do this i, I should have just been gave her my number and the fucking just went on an old lady date i could i could have had my my sugar baby lifestyle that I, w- I wanted, but I just didn't, I didn't take the, the hint. Dude. Intimidated by her cougarness. Yo, the same fucking thing happened to me. I, now I was in a, a, a local park skating. It has a real, so- uh, a real, like, what is it? Like a non-rough, smooth. What the fuck? I don't know why that was so hard to come up with, but a real smooth. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here looking like, what is the word for non-rough? I don't fucking know, but smooth. It was like a real flat, smooth. Bumpy, not bumpy. <laughs> what the, I don't know. That word for Anti-bump. something that isn't bad for skating. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah so a good start. So Keep I going. found the, uh, we, we used to skate here pretty regularly. And in that spot, 
uh, that smooth area. Uh, we it was the middle of summer. And we were dying of the heat, so we would fucking take our shirts off and skate. And I've always been a pretty built guy, but I was fucking young anyway. So any muscle I have is entirely due to the fact that I'm fucking young, and by default, I got muscle, you know. And uh, mm. I was I must it, dude. I had to be like a ninth grader or some shit. I was not old at all. And two women. Don't get me wrong. They were like attractive older women. Even remembering it now, I can remember they were like particularly attractive older women. And they were jogging through the park. Two white older. I'm a fucking dark skinned guy. You can tell where their interests rest. But they were jogging through the park. These two older women. I would guess they were 45 to 50 years old. Very pretty older women. And uh, they were skating. They were skating. The fuck. They were running by. And they stopped to look at me and a friend of mine. And they just spoke directly to me and said, oh, you have a real nice body. And I was like, okay, cool, thanks. And they're like, uh, you want to come jog with us? And like, I pan- I remember the panic. I was probably talking shit like 10 minutes, but man, I'll fuck anybody. You know how you get in those fucking, I'll fuck whoever with you, when you're with your boys. Yeah, anybody, I don't give a shit. And then the moment came. And I was like, oh, shit, is, am I going to get raped? Gonna kill? Like, all the panic that fills your head in those moments just to make up excuses to justify why you're scared. And I couldn't do shit. But, bro, it totally was going to be one of those moments where I was going to have, like, my first fucking three-way in, like, the ninth grade with two cougars who were probably loaded with money. And maybe it became a continuous thing. And I was just going to have an easy coasting life with two sugar moms. But I was too scared. It was horrifying. No, you're a pussy. I would have went for that. I would have been all over that. But no, she was at her job. So I was like in the moment kind of questioning if she was just being really nice. But then when I got out of it, I looked back and I was like, oh, no, no, that was fucking way over the line. That was like a sexual assault with words. So I I could have totally done it. I could have went back there at any point. I probably still could. But then, you know, coronavirus hit. That's what I'm going to blame it on. Not the fact that I'm a huge <laughs> fucking pussy. But the fact that I uh, coronavirus hit and they closed the malls, so I couldn't go back to to see my uh, my sugar mama. Nah, man. I actually kept waiting to see if I'd ever see them again, but I never saw them again. I totally, I, I planned it. Do you know how you, pl- like, like, for example, when you fight somebody or you had an argument with somebody and you just keep replaying in your head, like, man, I should have done it this way or said it that way or whatever. That shit happened to me for like months. I was just replaying like, bro, if I ever see them again, I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to be like, hey, man, you remember that offer you had or whatever. And I just kept playing that shit. A hundred percent. If they popped up again, I would have bitched out again. <laughs> but I was like sucking myself out. Like, if I ever see them again, I'm never fucking dodging that opportunity again. They just caught me off guard or whatever, talking hella shit. I don't know why. This, this is going to get weird, but I don't know why. While you were doing that, I pictured that you were masturbating and you were doing it in the mirror to yourself. I don't know. That's the kind of vibe I get from you. What? Why? Hyping myself up to talk to them again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably was like ripping my dick off from how hard <laughs> I was jerking off to them. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you took it too far. I was just weird. You got creepy. Hey, man, it is what it is. But like fucking <laughs> cougars, dude. I actually, um, what the fuck was it? I I was too ignorant when I was uh, in my early days of fucking high school. I had to learn, but I had a, a guidance counselor who was, and I fucking didn't even know this, bro. I totally didn't. And everybody else would see it, but I was so goddamn naive. And she would hit on me all the. I thought it was her fucking job just to be kind. I swear to, like, it's a, she's a guidance counselor, so what the fuck she does? But, of course, I had no point of reference. 
because I'm I've always been like in school I was a really controlling person who did like I made sure everything I wanted happened the way I wanted I had no reason to fucking interact with a guidance counselor so I had no previous sort of reference point to be like what the fuck is a guidance counselor supposed to do so I was interacting with this guidance counselor I I talked to her a couple of times but she was always so nice and like apparently she was a total bitch to everybody else and she was mad rude to everybody else and she would like ask i had i don't don't even know why i didn't think it was weird but i had her phone number i don't fucking know why that wasn't weird to me it's just like hey if she needs to get in contact with me i'm fucking here maybe she needs to ask me something about school i don't fucking know i had a unique yearbook where i didn't let any peer sign it no i allowed no fucking students people hey man let me fuck i don't give a fuck i don't know who you fucking are i don't care we had class i've been your best friend for like 10 years man i don't give a fuck you're not signing my yearbook only staff got to sign my yearbook and her message was like the cutest weirdest like most inappropriate like hey you know i'm gonna miss you it's gonna be great you know come back and say hi and you know you can always contact me and whatever and we can now again it looks normal until you reference it with everybody else's on any experience they have with her then like again i i never saw it myself i had to go on somebody else's but then i got a assume that they're not fucking lying that it's like bro she was kind of like way into you and it's like i don't fucking know but that's weird unless she drew a realistic picture of her butthole in your yearbook she didn't want you she could have given you her phone number she could have texted you a picture of her snatch at any moment and you, you didn't do it and that's very clear that she didn't want to because there's uh there's a plethora of teachers who fucking banged their students out in the parking lot of the school. There's a teacher who was, I went over it on my podcast, that uh, a teacher fucked her student for years, got in trouble, got kicked out of fucking uh, uh, being a teacher, and then started doing porn and fucked uh, some guys in a porn shoot where she fucked the, the student. And it was a whole buildup, like, yeah, this is where we did it, and, like, fucking explained the sexual assault that she did on a minor. That's fucked on so many yeah. levels, bro. It's, it is. So my point is, your guidance teacher didn't want to fuck you. I mean, probably not, dude. It was just, I, I never thought so. I was always just... Yes, you did. No, yes, you did. You you jerked yourself to sleep thinking of her. You no, still dude, think 100%. about her I, I, I thought she was my friend, I swear to you. I thought she was like the coolest, mm-hmm. chill, chillest person. Apparently, she was like a monster to all humans she ever encountered. Okay. And like we thinking have, about it, it is weird. People. Thinking about it, it is weird that I had her number. Like that's weird. Nothing ever happened of me having her number, but just that was kind of odd. Considering like I, I was the least person who would need interaction with a guidance counselor. I didn't need a fucking guidance counselor for shit, bro. Like if you were a fucking little thug kid doing some shit, always in trouble, and you need somebody to talk to because you're having problems or whatever. Like I get getting to that personal level with that kid. But, like, bro, I was a fucking astounding fucking student. I was involved in all the... Pro- I was doing fucking everything. What do I need to talk to a guidance counselor for? But I'm the fucking one who had the number. And in that moment, I was just, like, normal. Thinking back on it, I'm like, man, that is kind of fucking weird. Am, am I crazy or in just out of the loop? Or do the guy teachers not fuck the hot girls anymore? Is it just the guys who fuck the, the hot teacher now? Yeah, like, when I the fuck did that happen, right? Stories where the 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 ugly English teacher banged the, the head cheerleader to get an A anymore. Like, that's just like a cliche. I don't think anyone does it. No, no, it's probably because they just hide it better. You got to think about 
like what girl student is going to brag about that and the guy doesn't want to go to jail but the same way the female teacher doesn't want to go to jail the boy isn't going to shut the fuck up he's going to go into his crowd of homies high five everybody and be like i plowed miss whoever the fuck that's so true that's always how the story ends i've 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 gone over dozens of these fucking stories and it's always that the the reason they got caught is because fucking Jimmy showed Johnny and Johnny showed Billy and then fucking everybody had a picture of Mrs. Lawrence's tits and then uh, here we go every there it's going around the school and then one fucking a bitch girl comes across it shows her mom and then the mom is a Karen and flips out and here we are yep that is totally how it goes it doesn't happen that way with the with the the female like one they think like oh man am i gonna get in trouble i did this for the grade now my parents are gonna be angry little do they know you got you got abused child but whatever they're not thinking reasonably they just wait till 40 years later when it comes back out of their deep down buried fucking memories and then they want to bring it up and this guy's dead already so they gotta like attack his son he touched me and it's like i don't even fucking know who you are it's like yeah but i'm getting my revenge motherfucker yeah i just i guess that's that is the way that it goes they just nobody nobody talks about it and maybe it's too much of a cliche that nobody actually believes it you know when they go like oh samantha fucked the english teacher to get an a you everybody knows that that's totally what happened and then they're going fuck off that's not what happened like nobody does that but isn't that the whole me too fucking problem where (laughs) that's how exactly how we walk right up to the door of me too knock knock are you home because it's that fucking problem where it totally did happen and then they tell us it happened and then we're like nah i don't believe you this is bullshit this is so movie that it couldn't have happened and then it's like it did and she's traumatized like why don't you believe me you did and it's like stop telling bullshit you're just looking for attention like everybody knows that girl who was allegedly pregnant but totally wasn't you, you remember that girl in high school who just felt the need to tell people oh yeah i lost a baby dude i dated her <laughs> bro everybody knew that girl here's the problem one of those girls had to be telling the truth at least well she wasn't <laughs> no, most of them aren't. I am so sure of it. It is one of those weird attention problems. But then the problem is there's so many that do that they just get raped and had a kid and they don't tell us that part of the story. Although we also knew the girl who claimed to get molested. No, oh, I got over it. And it's like, did you? If you did, did you get over it? Are you suppressing this or did you at all get raped? It's like, I don't even know, bro. We had fake news before fake news was a thing. And I knew a lot of those girls. That's weird. We all know. knew those They're girls, bro. We all knew those girls, and there's no way they were all telling the truth, but also, there's no way they were all fucking lying. Mm. It has to do with our mentality in those days, when we're young and we're like, oh, that girl's getting attention because she said it. I'ma say it, but like, the girl who originated it really went through it. And then I said it, and they don't believe me, but then that other girl experienced it after like 20 of us lied about it, because Becky really went through it. But now Sandra fucking went through it. But, like, 50 of us lied because Becky went through it. And we wanted attention, too. We saw how Becky got attention. So, now, when Sandra went through it and she tells people, nobody fucking believes Sandra because Sandra feels like she's part of the fucking train that's following Becky. That's why we all nowadays believe all women. But that's retarded because that's how the fucking train hoppers get in. And there's way more of them. Okay, then how about uh, innocent until proven guilty? That is a problem because then you can aim that at the guy 
Okay, how about we just throw a random dart at a dartboard and we'll just let a chicken pooping on a on a board decide. I think the only real way is for all of us to now, today, I'm a, in fact, as soon as this is over, I'm going to drop this document. We have to all agree that every room in the country is going to have a camera that covers all the space, no blind spots ever, including bathrooms every part of everything in fact there should be cameras in the toilet aiming out in case there's like toys and stuff people have hidden in there to sexually because people are going to get creative trying to find these blind spots so we got to think ahead of the curb and camera everything down watching these cameras well nobody's watching the cameras when somebody reports something happens we just look where they we could follow the string of cameras to where allegedly it happened so they left this room okay let's hop to that camera footage who, whenever there's a case, it would be incredibly easy to go through the footage. No, but who? Who's doing it? Oh, anybody could do it. Fucking any random person, so long as they're... No, no, no. These are kids. You're just going to watch some kids piss. That's totally For fine. Hours. We are all agreeing to this. No, we're not. I vote nay. I strongly vote nay on watching kids piss. I'm, that's one thing I stand for. It's pretty much the only thing I stand for. No watching kids piss? Mm-hmm. But, like, how else are we going to be able to tell this apart? There needs to be a person who's assigned to deal with this and then a person who supervises them and a person who makes sure that the supervisor doesn't get corrupt. So at least three people have to watch these videos, but then it has to happen everywhere for all situations. So there has to be, a like, a, a task force of people whose whole purpose is to watch footage of essentially kids taking pisses and making sure there's nobody raping them. You have to have three people for every one what, one person that you're watching footage on. So there's 24-hour cameras on them, so that means you have to have at least three shifts of people working to watch the footage all at all times. No, 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 you're Impossible. not watching the footage live. Get, no, 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 no. What you're going to get is a string of a group of three people in a room masturbating to kids pissing, and it'll devolve into that really quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally going to devolve into that super fast. Yeah, argument's over. There's no more argument to it. You cannot put cameras in, in kids toilets i don't understand how that's well, the, no, the it, argument that we had to have but i'm glad we've gone over no 100 percent, it would work look you'd have a uh, it can't just be guys because we all know guys are the worst a hundred percent if if it's all guys the it doesn't matter if it's a little boy a little girl grown woman a grown man the first thing they're doing as soon as nobody is watching is jerking off that's a fucking given <laughs> It doesn't matter what's happening on the other side of the camera. The fact that there is a, it could be an empty room. They're jerking off to the empty room. That's what they're doing as soon as nobody's watching. So you need a guy and a woman, like a, a woman and a man both doing the job. Now you need to filter this so that they hate each other, like severely hate each other. And he needs to be a fucking guy who hates feminists. And she has to be exclusively like one of those kill men feminists. So that you know that at the slip up of fucking anything, anything slips up, I'm reporting his ass. That's the the fucking atmosphere that needs to be there. And they only watch the footage once there's an accusation made. So the cameras are everywhere, but nobody's watching it. Until there's like, oh, this fucking happened. Okay, we don't need your opinions anymore. You fucking said the thing happened. Fuck your arguments. We're going to look at the cameras and see what really happened. And so you can follow all the cameras straight to the event and then watch the event. Again, you need people who are not just going to jerk off immediately upon seeing what's happening. So it can't just be a guy. 
you're not thinking you're not thinking far enough ahead. That means that there has to be a server probably bigger than fucking YouTube server filled with just people pissing and just I just dumb stuff like that just in every room. Sometimes it's just empty rooms because fuck, we don't have the technology just to have the camera turn on every single time someone's in a room. You don't know what if they sit still for too long does the camera turn off? What the fuck happened? So it has to be running always. You're going to have a huge server filled with random nothingness for hours for the one time that somebody jerks off in in a bathroom and and like or like sexually assaults a girl. So somebody has to sieve through hours and hours and hours of piss porn just to get to you that. don't have to sift through idea. hours no 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 you're looking at it wrong because you could just find out when the last time the person was you track them to the moment these two individuals went to the bathroom so you could just okay tell me when it happened becky who got whatever happened and then she's like around this time okay now you where were you before it happened where was this discussion she that he was told pissing. you she was pissing. She wasn't pissing and they just ran in. That's just rape. You don't even need a video for that. That's just fucking rape. I'm saying if somebody agreed to it, nobody believes it happened, right? Or not agreed to it. You're still going to have to watch Becky piss because you don't know exactly when it happened. Sure, she says it happened around like 145, but then you have to go to like 140 and see what happens before then. No, this is my point. You have the biggest dick you've ever seen. You have cameras. Becky piss for 10 minutes. You have cameras in every room. You don't have to fucking start in the bathroom and just wait. You you find the conversation. Don't try and don't try and fucking just put this back on me. You said in the bathrooms facing out, like like in the in the stalls. Yeah, everywhere, you everywhere, one, like, everywhere, everywhere. There's cameras. Angles. There's cameras everywhere. You don't fucking start yeah. in the bathroom though. You find the conversation that fucking happened. You have a mm-hmm. video recording of that. Why would I start after the conversation when I could see the fucking conversation? Then, as they walk out of the classroom into the hallway, I change to the camera that's in the hallway. Now I can follow that conversation as it evolves into the bathroom. Now I, I don't have to like fucking just go to the mind. bathroom and wait. I flick to that camera. And see the act happen. And I have every... That's exactly how I picture it looking. That's exactly what I imagine I'm going to see. You don't have to set up this weird fucking Orwellian universe where every angle's got to get so you can just hack the server and just watch every fucking man. That's totally going to be the problem, isn't it? It's fucking weird. Just let it go. Dude, that's totally the biggest problem. Like, we're over here worrying about the people jerking off on the other side. Like, that happens anyways, dude. With the little bit of cameras we have, I'm sure people are jerking off behind them all the time. Like, there's cameras in schools. Somebody's jerking (laughs) off to those kids. Yeah, the NSA is basically just a bunch of fucking degenerates jerking off to our phone calls. Bro, for sure. Like, if we have a thing that's just watching everything all the time, there's no goddamn way that they're not just plugging into, like, random bedrooms and watching people fuck. <laughs> what bedrooms? The you can just hack into my bedroom. Like if you get no, I'm saying if you had cameras everywhere all the time, people jerking off who are scoping through it is the least of our problems. We don't even need a crime. Just hackers. That's it. That's enough for everything to always be seen. That's what I was saying. I was saying you have to have a server of everyone pissing all the time. You got you got the fucking so much scat porn in a server that it's it's overwhelming. Overwhelming. We've got to have a fucking hire the entire continent of Africa to just to fucking hold all our piss porn. This is because of the future you want. This is weird. I'm not voting for you. <laughs> 
You don't have to vote for me. I'm going to rig the election anyways. If there's anything we've learned is that we can say anything in this political atmosphere. And so long as I follow it up, follow it up with make America great again, people are voting for me. All right. I don't think that's true, but try it. Give it a shot. Hell yeah, man. A guy grabbed her by the pussy and got elected. Let's go. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I will debate that to the end of the days. He said, women let you grab him by the pussy. It's the exact argument we had before. He said, women let you, when you're famous, women let you grab him by the pussy. That's not an offensive statement to me. That's crazy. <laughs> it's totally not. He's just talking about it's shit. It's not. It's absolutely not. It's, it's absolutely a, a true statement. He didn't even say that he does it, even though I believe he absolutely does do it. I'm just saying he didn't, in that statement that everybody's harping on, he said, he said, when you're famous, women, you grab them by the pussy, which is a totally factual statement because I do, you know how many fucking pussies Motley Crue grabbed? They grabbed all the pussies. Every pussy that went into when you got your ticket stub in the fine print, it said fucking Vince Neil at any point can jump down and grab your pussy. That's hardcore. That's a fucking fact right there. You can look it up. That's fucking crazy. You serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. I don't pay attention to any of this shit. But no, that's fucking nuts. I like, dude, like, for real, for real, I think the Matrix broke and we're seeing glitches everywhere. Like, at this point, I believe anything, you know? Absolutely. We are. That's, 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 but that's because I believe that and you're part of it and you're just trying to fake me out because that's what somebody in the simulation would say. They get other people to start saying that. So then they seek it, think it's normal, but it's actually my simulation and you're just a figment of my imagination. And I've just been locked in a room for like 40 years. But I could tell you that much. You've always been locked in a room. I don't even exist, dude. None of this is real. I absolutely believe that. Don't, don't get me started on it. I, that's what's going on. And the fact that you say that the simulation is broken, it's because that's what I say all the time. I think that all the time. It's because it is. I see the glitches all the time. But then the simulation has an AI that gets smarter. So they realize that I was saying that. So then they got a lot of other people to say that. And that's why everybody says that now. Fact. So your mind is projecting. This is sort of an echo chamber of ideas feeding themselves back to you to reinforce the fact that you think those things to sort of normalize them. So you stop thinking about them seriously, but rather just have them lingering. Yeah, it's just like like Google's listening to my thoughts and they're projecting it to the simulation that I'm living in. What if sleeping is just the time it takes for tomorrow to load? What? Of course it is. Wow. But what about when you stay up for a couple of days? What if you're on a coke bender? Here's an interesting question then. If we have a game, right? Games that have like seamless transitions. There's a lot of like lag as you're building up the next thing. So uh, let's say, for example, Spider-Man, you're swinging through the city. And you can swing at a certain pace that you can move so fast that sort of the game is starting to load slower. Is that the same as staying awake for a really long time? Like it's struggling to render because it's like the computer's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they need to cool it down every night. It's it's a fucking big processor to load this whole universe because like sometimes you can just go like fuck, like a hundred miles an hour on the highway. It's hard to load that shit, but you know it's it's always growing and that's what that's what happens. But uh, I, I believe that that's absolutely true. It's like a Truman Show reality built just for me, so uh, I can do whatever I want, and that's why I'm here. Fair enough. Where do you stand on the idea that we, like, I don't even know how to f fucking put this question. Like, 
Okay, I know that you think it goes, it's just to black afterwards, right? Is that still where you stand? Because I, I realize, I'm always changing what the fuck I think reality really is. But where, where is your mind currently on, like, the fabric of space and time and what happens during, before, after death or whatever the fuck? You still think nothingness? It's, yeah, it's, it's Sopranos cut to black, fucking absolutely nothing. What do you think it was before perception? What? Bef- what do you mean? Like, before I was born? Yeah. They were building the simulation. They hadn't built it yet. The technology wasn't there. It was like the 80s. The fucking computers were huge. Uh-huh. Despite the simulation. Like, where was the uh, the processing? Isn't that weird? Like, where were we? Because it doesn't seem like sensing could end. But, I mean, I guess it does. Because where the fuck were we? What? I'm confused. Like, before you're born, like before born there's no perception. I was, the, I was in my dad's balls. Right, but there's no perception. My dad's balls. It's fucking weird. It's just a weird, complicated thought to have zero perception, then come and perceive, and then perception to be gone again. That's so strange to me. That guy looks like Matthew Santoro right there. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It is absolutely not that. It's not that fucking complicated. You don't exist. Nothing exists. To be honest. And then when you mash cells together, it can come out the other side as something. We've done that with lots of things. It's how you make diamonds. That's fucking crazy. Have you ever seen a diamond? Can we find a video of that? It's just smashing. No, I know. Have you ever seen the middle process of like before it's diamonds and then like after it's diamonds, we get both of those. What does it look like? I'd watch people get made. Fair enough. Yeah, let's find videos of people getting made. Do you have anything like that? I found a one website that does it all the time. It's called like like Pornhub or Porn, porn, something like that. I've got to tell you that you are totally wrong. Those aren't people getting made. Those are. Uh, seems like it. No, those are viruses getting made. No, they're giving it. They're giving it a, the old college try, at the very least. The, it's a, a at time, best. Man. It's they're, they're theoretical it. experiments that they're running relative to creating humans. What you're try that again? Well, at best, they're running theoretical experiments as to what it would be like to create a human. They're not actually creating a human. They're they're now sort they're... of hypothesizing no they're fucking trying they're trying their hardest they i watched it man they fucking they put it deep in there nah, bro a lot of the time 99.99 percent of those motherfuckers are cannibals who are just eating other people how do i why do i even talk to you what the fuck we're trying to have a civilized conversation about people fucking and you're trying to bring cannibals in it like always this is what, what always happens it looks look at that that right there is babies he just put on that now he's spreading the babies out See? You're being ridiculous. We're trying to have a normal fucking conversation. I mean, we're watching somebody just put... What did they do? They put jizz on a little fucking block. What the fuck is he going to do with that? You are strange, man. Is this going I, somewhere? I I'm, this is how we find out how diamonds are fucking made? I don't, I, wow, this is a weird vortex you wanted to go to. I seriously would have rather watched people get made. I'm like, I'm curious, but like I'm bored all at the same time. <laughs> this sucks. Like, Who's skip forward what? on this thing. Why? This is dumb. It's, it seems like it's machines. That's how fucking oh diamonds get made. Oh my god, that's how the fuck, that's, that, that's not a diamond, is it? It's just made glass. Yeah, right. it looks like it's fucking the, glass. Uh, <laughs> so confused. This is what I mean, reality is broken as fuck, bro. But what, now he's fucking jizzing the glass? It's not over. Like, skip to the Dude. good part. <laughs> if there's what such a good part? <laughs> there is no good part. This is, look at that, look at how shit this looks. They just fucking molded some... Coal into a blobs. That's like shit. This is how this happens? No fucking way, dude. I can't believe you're fascinated by this, but, you know, simple minds, simple pleasures. That's what it is, bro. That's how it goes. Is that a diamond? 
Is that a diamond? <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. This is like so like, long. <laughs> yeah, you you're not even understanding any of the stuff that's going on by watching this video. So by the end of it, you will still not know how diamonds are made. Just so you know. <laughs> like if after after this video, it's almost over. I'm gonna ask you. How are diamonds made? I can you tell you every step. Summary, you, Look, you I'm going to tell you every step, bro. Sit through this. There you go, dude. Look, he made a diamond. There you go. You saw it. The credits are rolling. All right. So how do you make a diamond? Go. First, you get yourself an inch by one inch block. So a, a square, a one square inch block. Doesn't matter the material. Okay. Then you go ahead and you jizz onto it. You let the jizz dry, but you have to spread the jizz evenly with a tiny little paintbrush. When it's evenly on the top, you then screw the opposite end that isn't jizzed into a machine that's going to hold the jizzy block in place. And you're going to push the side with the jizz down into a spinning plate that is going to burn off the jizz. The jizz is then going to crystallize and become a little sheet of glass. Then you're going to take that jizzy glass and you're going to put more jizz on that glass. And then you're going to heat that jizzy glassed jizz glass. And out of it is going to come a diamond. You thought I wasn't paying attention. What? What? Yeah, no, that was a really good summary. That was pretty much what we just watched. <laughs> but what? Um, what am I going to want to preheat my oven to? I don't know. We could just wing it, bro. Like, how hot can your oven can your oven go? You know, like for five hundred. Who cares? Just enough to melt know, like, the fucking thing off of it. Doesn't matter. I I cook pizzas at like four twenty. You know how to make pizza? Celsius, I'm Canadian. Wait, no, that's Fahrenheit. That's Fahrenheit. That's crazy. Pizza will be cold. Never mind. What? 420 Fahrenheit? <laughs> yeah. I like my pizza's hot. Do you like your pizza? Uh, are you a fan of, like, are you, are you a cheese lover? Mm, no. I feel like that, that kind of person is a degenerate who just is a cheese lover. Like, I, I love, I like cheese, but I'm not, like... Oh man, give me different types of cheese. What the fuck kind of question is that? Like the shittiest interview I've ever been on. Like, okay, do you have different kinds of cheese with different kinds of things? Do you like, like, for example, if you have spaghetti, are you that guy who puts that powdered white cheese on it? <laughs> I want to know where this is going. Like, is this leading to something? Is no, no, this is a legit curious question. Like... This has no direction. This is curiosity. <laughs> do you ask everybody, like, what are your opinions on cheese? Oh no! It's it, what literally how I do any. I, I I refuse to do interviews, as you know. So literally, what I do is whatever we're talking about, I pull the next thing out of. And you brought up pizza, and that just made me wonder: Do you like cheese? I just pictured like Jimmy Fallon interviewing somebody there, just like what if he needs a cheese? You a cheese lover? Seems like he was like a setup to a fucking bit, but like. No, you just wanted to know my No, no, just cheese. curious, bro. There's <laughs> there's no plants here. This is just curiosity. <laughs> we're just we're fucking freestyling. Rad must see about <laughs> What do you think about cheese, bro? Word. <laughs> Word up, bro. For sure, for sure. That's exactly oh, what it is. Oh, that's great. I'm just, I'm into it. What are, how you feel about pineapple? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I got mixed feelings about pineapples. Pineapples are a weird one. <laughs> Cause it's like sometimes they're kind of annoying. Like you, if do you know what I do hate? You know Lucky Charms. What? You know Lucky Charms the cereal. Yeah. You know they have those like fake fucking. They call it marshmallows, but there's no fucking way that's a marshmallow. Okay. 
Have you ever bitten one of those without it being in milk? Yeah, I love them. I used to eat them straight out of the box. Oh, God. Well, okay, fuck you then. If you've ever bitten tinfoil, you ever ate like tinfoil for no fucking reason? What tinfoil are you eating that tastes like a sugar puff? No, I'm not saying it tastes like a sugar puff. Like the same reaction you get when you bite into tinfoil, that's what I get when I bite into that fucking marshmallow. It's like cringy, like nail board scratch. Not a relatable thing. Just so you know. Just so you know. Nobody listens like, like. Yeah, I remember when I was biting tinfoil. Yeah, it was similar to Lucky Charms. So even if that was extremely accurate, nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. I don't even know how else to put it. Like, I myself haven't even bitten tinfoil. When were you biting tinfoil? Well, I actually never bit tinfoil. The way people describe describe having reacted to the thought of biting tinfoil is what I feel when I bite into fucking Lucky Charms nightmare of a marshmallow. How is that a relatable thing? When did you bite tinfoil? I need to know that because you had to have bitten tinfoil to under, to make that like... No, no, no. I've never bitten tinfoil and the people who are telling me the feeling they get out of the thought of biting tinfoil is what I'm going with. Oh my god, no fucking way. Do you have some tinfoil? No, I do not, but I'm not going to bite tinfoil because what they describe is exactly what I expect is going to happen. Eight possible causes No, I need you. No, this this, this podcast cannot go any further until you go get some tinfoil. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you just want to, like, press pause or something. Like, go get some tinfoil. Go bite it. And then try and come back to me with the same statement that you're trying to make right now. That Lucky Charms marshmallows taste like biting tinfoil. It's a sheet of fucking metal. You're fucking crazy. What do you think fucking Lucky Charms tastes like? It doesn't taste like some made up fucking fabric to you? It's a stale marshmallow. It's a, it's a, it tastes like a dehydrated marshmallow because that's oh, what it is. God, it's exactly what it is. It, 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 there's no comparison. If I gave you like a blind taste test and handed you a sheet of fucking tinfoil and gave you a lucky charm you would never go wow these have the same kind of crunch <laughs> i'm not talking about the texture or the feel of the thing i'm talking about the sensation you get the same way that like the literal exact feeling i know i get if it's somebody does scratch a uh, a chalkboard you know that really sharp sound you get i get that same fucking feeling from biting into a lucky charms fucking thing all right, well, your comparison has made me lose respect for you as a human being. I hope you know that. This is worse than the cheese conversation. Why are nails on chalkboard irritating? Why is it painful to bite? Dude, there's a fucking video from 2013 that's why is it painful to bite in aluminum foil? What the fuck? Who was asking the question? <laughs> Who was going like, I keep fucking chewing on this tinfoil and it hurts. Why? What the fuck? Is there a video on, is, why did it, why does it suck you in nails? It hurts my tummy. Man. No, I'm telling you, it is weird. It is weird because it's not that the tinfoil is causing anything. It's your body's response to it is pain for whatever fucking reason. It is weird. No, I know I it believe, is. No, I, I believe that there isn't a divide between races or, or genders or anything that anybody else is trying to perceive. I believe that the true war that we should be fighting are these fucking tinfoil people versus the non-tinfoil people because there's apparently some sort of faction out there, people that are just chewing on tinfoil. And I am strongly against them. So I guess I have two things that I stand for, and it's not watching children piss and hating people that chew tinfoil. <laughs> so if you want to join my camp, come on down to Clever Name Podcast where we talk about it every week. <laughs> you talk about hating people who chew on tinfoil. Fuck it. It's pretty much 73% of the podcast is that. 
Man, is it? It is kind of weird, though, isn't it? Like, the fact that our body... It's, oh, man, it is the fucking Matrix. I hate that you made me think of it. It's, it's the Matrix, bro. Because it's like the reaction is so out of place for what it is that you're doing. Or at least intuitively it is. But, like, I guess we don't know shit about anything. Because we're over here intuiting, like, well, it doesn't make sense that it would react that way. But it's the same as, like, we were having this conversation before where people are, like... You know, the Earth is flat. Well, how do you know? Because the scientists obscure the information so that you don't understand it. And it's like, oh, God, you're so, so fucking stupid. The fact that you don't understand the information is what tells you that they're making it impossible to... Like, your stupidity is their fault is the argument here. And that shit blows my mind. But I guess we're all kind of stuck in that. Because when we think of like, well, it shouldn't make sense for you to bite it. And it shouldn't. Except then you do bite into a fucking piece of tinfoil and it feels like somebody shot you. And you're like, what the fuck? I don't fucking know. Well, I kind of like Parmesan. But like if we if we <laughs> if I had to just choose one, I'd probably go cheddar. Like I use that. It's more of a versatile cheese. And uh, I... I, I I don't usually use cheese for a lot of things, but like nachos are pretty cool. Is nachos your favorite thing to have cheese on? No, I just decided to take this podcast in whatever direction I felt. I didn't want to. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think your your conversation on tinfoil deserved a response, so I went back to cheese. No, that's so, fair enough. Do you like uh your your uh, nachos with cheese? Are that's your favorite cheese related thing? Yeah, I think so. it's either that or pizza. Like that's pretty much that's like I. I don't add cheese to pizza. That would be ridiculous. And I'm not like cheese in the crust kind of guy. But like, I like I, I might put a little Parmesan on a, on a pizza. But like, it's uh, it's more of a I like I like a lot of cheese on my nachos, like a cheesy nacho. Oh God! So you said the bread. What do you think of a cheese stick? <laughs> so if I just like if I just like don't answer your question and just say something completely else, well, you'll just go with it and you'll just continue. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Follow along. Yeah, I'm just following whatever I feel interested based on what you're talking about. I don't give a fuck what you bring up. I really hope you don't invite me on again because the next time I come on, that is what I'm doing. You're gonna ask me a question. And I'm just gonna respond with something that is completely unrelated. Do you know how awesome that would be, dude? That would be so amazing. <laughs> a whole fucking episode of just people hearing us talk about completely unrelated things. And then when you ask me a question later, I'll answer one of your questions from earlier. That would be lovely. They have to skip forward and back to even know which one you're fucking answering. <laughs> it is just two hours, that. but it takes like seven to listen to because you just got to keep jumping back and forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Except I don't have the memory for it, so I probably won't. Yeah, you're totally not going to remember some shit you talked about way at the beginning, and then you're going to think you do and answer it totally wrong, and it's just a whole other question you thought was asked but wasn't even part Like, it's some shit that you got asked, like, three days ago, but for whatever reason you thought it was part of it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just not even going to remember that I did this podcast. Ah, it's that Matty Juana. <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm not even convinced that this is a podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, it doesn't exist, bro. You're the only one here. You're the crazy person. Dude. I'm Once in a while, you nod off in your house, your girlfriend stares at you, and she's like, I don't even know what's happening. You're just, like, passed out, slumped back on a chair, and this is what's happening Dude, inside your head. doesn't exist. There, there's no way my girlfriend exists. Come on. You think I could get a girlfriend? Have you been listening? Hey, man. There's somebody for everybody. Mm, no, that is definitely not true. But wait, come true. back to this. I the cheese stick. Guy. You're not, like, a cheese person, but, like, a thick... Fuck, oh, fuck you. Fuck, no, fuck you. Fuck you. No. You 9-11 was an inside job. You don't want... A <laughs> You don't want like a thick soup, like a cheese of steak filled with cheese? 
Like I was I was around during 9-11, but like I was pretty young. It was like fourth grade. And I, I there was a spelling. I remember there was a spelling test that we didn't have to do. Cause How close to New York are you? They, 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 what? How what? close to New York in Canada are you? Was it possible from anywhere in Canada to see the smoke? Mm, probably not. Like I'm, I'm probably like a five hour drive away. Because mm-hmm. from the town, now I wasn't even in this fucking country at the time, but from the town I am in, people said they could see the smoke. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's far as shit, but whatever, I guess. Like, you could just Those see this, you could look up and see the fires. I mean, no, you can actually find videos of that shit. That's the craziest fucking part. It's like, why? I don't know no. why the fuck it's over here, though. Like, it's pretty far. New York is a tiny little spick all the way the fuck over there, but they were saying the smoke was over them. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, well, it's a big, huge burning building. I, I can, I can kind of see how it goes. It's, a, it's, a, it's like one of the taller burn, burning buildings. So, like, when you see smoke go real far from just a normal house, when a whole fucking like Fair hundred enough. stories catches on fire, it's, it's, uh, smoke's gonna go a little bit further. Fair enough. Fair enough. The interesting part is that they, you know, they used to advertise the structure of not advertise. Like when you use the fucking commercial of the inside of the twin tower, just in case you want to take them down. But they were there was not it was public record as to the infrastructure. And then they got fucking taken down because it's not like hard to find it because they were so proud of our giant work of art. Come look at how we did it. And then when they made the freedom fucking tower. They did the, as they're fucking building it, I remember seeing on the news, CNN, fucking, this is how the plan is going. It's like, bro, isn't this what got it knocked the fuck down? You explaining its fucking weak points to national television? What What's the benefit? Well, I kind of like cheese strings, but that's because I'm a child. Uh, when I, 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 they're, they're kind of filling when you just eat a couple of them, which is, is surprising. So like when you're just on the go, you feel like having a cheese string. That's pretty good. A cheese Not string. a big fan of just like cheese sticks or like mozzarella sticks or things like that, that are like breaded fried things. Not a big fan of that. It feels like cheese is being shot in my mouth, like a cheesy load going down your throat. Not a big fan. Oh, that's so nasty. But wait, what the fuck is a cheese stick? A cheese string. What's a cheese string? It's like a peely thing. Like, it's like that. Like they should pulled it up on the screen there. Oh. It's, a, it's like a peel cheese stick that you can you can peel little things, and they tell you to make little characters out of them, but I don't think anybody's actually done that. But you just kind of peel off little strings of cheese, and you eat them. It, they're delicious. They're super processed cheese that are probably filled with a bunch of sugar or something because they are delightful. But, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of those. I don't really like cheese sticks that you just, like, bite. It's just like a lump of cheese oh, that you God, bite. But the uh, playful cheese strings, uh, uh, that's fun because I'm a child. Hmm. Oh, that's a nice cartoon, except that super angry one. That's a cool mascot. Got to send that thing to a kid's yeah. birthday party. He gives me nightmares. He gives me nightmares. Is that the mascot on mm-hmm. the logo? Yep. So yeah, no, I, that, I hope that I hope that gives you all the information that you require. It's tough. It's tough to do this uh, style podcast, isn't it? Uh, what What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? I keep answering nothing. Like whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I think this is going great. Yeah, you... <laughs> best best podcast ever. Keeping podcasts great again. Yeah, man. Let's make podcasting great again. I hate you. I, I don't think I could ever be a part of this podcast anymore. I think I've, I've, I've never said that to anybody. I don't think I hate anybody but you. Oh, my God. About the cops thing. What do you think about that? Uh, did they did they watch Children Piss? No, but they're over here murdering a bunch of black people. Like, 
this ridiculous fucking shit, bro. There's fucking cops hitting people with cars. This is this bullshit, dude. A fucking NYPD cops fucking slamming cars in the like what? Your your protest against people saying you're being brutal is to hit people with ten times the level of brutality. That's the solution here. It's a hot take. That's so nuts. That's so nuts, dude. It blows my mind that this made sense to people. It's like, you know what? We're not brutal. Fuck you guys. Ram you over with my car. That'll show you. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I have no idea what happened. Really? You don't pay attention to this show? It's so fucking crazy, no. dude. Seems like a lot of fucked up shit's happening on both sides, and I'm just... For a guy who's who's staying out of it, I'm just... Well, it seems like a lot of people are swarming the cop car. No, they're behind that barrier. Throwing stuff at the cop car. Because they've been beating the shit out of people. Well, okay. I don't think that's... I think they're trying to get away. I think that's a person who's scared for his life at that point. I think he stopped being a cop at that point and started just being a guy who's driving through and just going like, okay, I'm going to die if I don't get through this But I I completely agree. I completely agree with that. But then that just goes to show that none of these guys have the capacity to stay level-headed. and They're not in danger. Not really. They're people throwing fucking plastic cones at my car. Oh, but like, suck it the fuck up. You chose this job, but they totally do not have the training it takes. And I think that's really the problem. I don't think it's about this band, the fucking cops. I don't think it's about any of the shit. It's about fucking learn how to control some people without fucking resorting to murder every time. Holy shit. Looks like that guy got fucking, uh, it looks like from all these videos that you're showing, they look like they're the opposite point than you're trying to convey. It looks like the protesters beating up the cops. Oh no! For all these videos know, that we're really seeing, the no, for all these videos that we're seeing right now, this is just the exact moment where the thing happened. These videos are a lot longer. We've seen these a million times already. They're all over the news. Usually, they are the pe- protesters perfectly fine, and then the cops start immediately. There was one video about a couple of people crossing the street. The first thing the cop did was elbow the shit out of the guy, so the guy pushed the cop back in just reaction and then in him pushing the cop down they started tasing him and it's like why the fuck did you hit the guy in the first but they they're just showing sort of the aggression of the cops versus the entire video they're not showing what provoked it and that's uh, oh yeah and this is gonna cause a lot of people to act in a way that they wouldn't on both sides i think that's pretty clear so i don't think we should be be judging every the, the whole with a few actions of some people that have been pushed to the limit on 100%, both sides 100 percent crazy people throwing bricks at at innocent people in in the protester side and i don't think that is the entire message that's trying to be sent i also don't believe that all all police officers are beating all uh, minorities in the street all the time i believe there's a large percentage of them that are out there to do good things and are just now being persecuted because they are in a police car. Yeah, so I, go, I 100% agree. Right I believe the so majority of cops are good. I think the majority of cops are really doing their job as best as they can. I do believe there is a lack of training in a lot of these scenarios, which is why cops who aren't even, I don't even think a lot of them are racist. I think they're undertrained and they panic. And what yeah. the fuck do you do when you panic? It's not that you're fucking a racist out here to fucking kill minorities or whatever. Like it would have happened regardless of anybody. But there is. There's a difference between being racist and being in a systematically racist system where you have racist ideologies, although you're not racist. And that's very complicated concept that particularly black people have trouble understanding because they deem 
all behavior equal and it's not fucking really like you could really think you know i got black friends i hang out with black people i know i know black people but then you patrol a hood and you've never interacted with any of those people and you have a perception of hood black people different to your upper class black friends and you're not racist you don't have a problem with black people but you have a perception of the area you're patrolling at the moment and that puts you at a different tense state of mind and you react differently in that situation that's not you being a racist but that perception you have is entirely given to you by a systematic system it's a fucking systematic racism that's programmed in that's not that they're racist that's that they're behaving off of racist information for example the riots the riots that are happening usually if you follow the video back far enough you'll see a white guy break the window but that's why people are trying to explain there are agitators in the crowd they are not part of the protesters the black people aren't just inherently crazy and looting and the cops aren't going out there and doing it but there's a tense emotion that's happening because you're fear and you're protesting and you're fighting for your rights and this and that and then somebody abuses that emotion by creating a separate chaos and then people get sucked in they're not crazy you just abused the emotion of the moment and created something but people again can't detach from that perception and they end up thinking oh the protesters are looting or the cops are fucking destroying their own cars and it's like they're doing that but they're not doing it to frame anybody. You've warped their mind in an emotional moment. How many cops didn't just jump sides and immediately fucking start destroying their own property and walking away with the fucking protesters? That's shit we've seen in fucking shit ton of videos. But when we see those shown through like Fox, what do we see? We don't see them walking away with the protesters. We see the cops, actually, we see the cops leaving with the protesters, and we don't like those cops. But then from CNN's point of view, we see the same video, but we don't see them walking away with the protesters. We only see the part where they trashed their own vehicle. It's the same fucking video, but their systematic understanding of this is the part that's important, and we got to share that with people, then warps people's views, and then people think that's reality, and then they respond off of that, and then the cop goes home, and he watches the news, and he's like, oh, these fucking people are looting, and the people go home, and they're like, oh, these cops are framing everything, and their opposite media is doing that. And so it's just an infinite fuel of fucking garbage and stupid bullshit. Nobody's bad. Nobody just wakes up one day being like, I'm going to fucking be evil today. Like, that's not a fucking thing that happens. But people do get emotional and emotions are fucking stupid. Well, I think that the the Bush administration, you know, during uh, they, they, they didn't have a lot going on. They wanted to start a war. So I think that uh, Bush planted a bunch of bombs in the, the Twin Towers. And that's uh, that's how it happened. There was there was no plane. It was all a simulation. Do you think it was all fake videos? <laughs> You're just gonna let me get away with that stuff? Like I could just do that at any moment. Yeah, you can do that when whenever, I dude. Feel like being a part of your conversation, I could just start talking about something else, and you'll completely go with it, and I'll just shut down the show whenever I do it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's all the same. <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't you fucking whatever? All right, I'm cool with that. So is that what is that the game plan here? Is that how we roll? I mean, what it's a hundred percent. You guide the conversation, bro. I don't give a shit. I was not guiding any of that. That was a that was a diatribe. It was a, the hottest take of the century. Was what I just heard. 
the hottest take of the century. It's just, it blows my mind, dude. It really does. It's like the level of stupidity I'm seeing is truly like it's always there, but it's so much more prominent. There's that meme going around, you know, that the guy has a there's a fucking leak on the container. They have there's a huge hole and there's a super tape they're putting on it. You know what I mean? What? No, one. I don't want to get. I don't want to do this anymore. Leak Talk meme. Okay, this again. shit right here. That one. What? Okay. Oh, the flex seal guy? Yes. Okay. I saw that same meme, but the liquid that was leaking out is police brutality. And the tape was police brutality. And I found that so Whoa. goddamn funny. Because that's the realest fucking thing. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, that was just super like blown the fuck away, bro. Derailing your podcast. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever, dude. At the end of the day, I do think that the Twin Towers were an inside job. <laughs> Look, if you might think you're derailing the conversation, but let's really think about this. We were talking about cheese sticks. Two sticks, two towers. Cheesy on the inside, cheese melts. Towers got hit, melted, fell down. Too cheesy, pizza flops. We were talking about pizza as well. Different toppings, back to cheese. You only think we're not on the same topic. But like the moment that I was sold on Flex Seal, it was when he chopped the boat in half. He chopped that boat in half, and then he flex sealed it back together. Where the fuck is that? That didn't happen. That's, that that was ga- that was a game changer right there. What the fuck are you talking about? Did that happen? He fucking cut a hole in his boat and flex sealed it back together. Oh, that I thought you said he cut the boat in half. I'm like, what the fuck? He didn't he fucking did. patch a boat. He did. He did it there too. He fucking cut his boat in half. He's like, I'm gonna cut my boat in half. It's fucking sick. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Your fucking flex seal will forever be in my heart. Look at he's he's over sharks. He cut he flex sealed his boat to back together. So confident he went over sharks. There's no way this is photoshopped. I don't care. What do you mean? I watched him do it with my own eyes. You were not present. (laughs) You were not fucking there watching him. And I saw him do it. He fucking flex sealed. Do you want to do it? You want to do an experiment? You want to flex seal your boat back together? Go float out in the ocean? I'll do it. I dare you. Make that your next episode, bro. I'll watch the shit out of that. I'm uh, let's yeah, let's Mythbusters flex seal. I'm gonna cut a boat in half, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out over some sharks. It's all or nothing here, and I'm gonna. Oh my god, <laughs> he's I'm like gonna... the Mexican version of that other guy. And there's more. Yeah, he's Mexican Billy Mays. Dude, that, there you go, Billy Mays. That's his fucking name. Mm-hmm. What is happening in my life? This is all he's part of the Matrix, crazy. bro. No, it's not. He shot some holes in his boat. Wow. I haven't seen this one before. He fucking shot his boat with a cannonball, <laughs> and then he flexed it back together, and then he went out on the lake. See? <laughs> can do fucking anything. Is your marriage not working out? Fucking flex. buy some flex seal and flex seal it back together. You're good. Flex seal. Sponsor oh, this podcast. shit, bro. What's happening? I'm telling you, dude. It, one, it doesn't work. Two, the fact that people think it works, Matrix. <laughs> this is all proof. No, it's not. It's fucking flex seal. That's so nuts. What is he even? He's just... Okay, l- let's think about this real hard. Did he glue something to the hole or did he seal the hole with the glue? Yeah, he, he filled it. He filled it all. He flex sealed it back together. What's what's why is this so hard to understand? What's so like he took the flex seal and this? put it all in the boat. And then <laughs> now he it, it's a good boat again. Like do you like just try and be a little smarter next time. 
when when I'm on next time because this is getting embarrassing that I have to explain such simple mechanics to you. Got you, got you. I apologize. So you said Bill Clinton and the towers. What happened? <laughs> Bill Clinton wasn't involved, but that was because he is he was involved in the in the the uh, Colombian coke trade. So he was he was uh, uh in, with um the original Bush, the Bush Senior. They bought some land. Um, and rented an airstrip so they could uh, uh, fund a, a revolution in uh, I don't know I think it was the Congo I don't know but they were they were funding they were funding some terrorist organization but now he that he was involved in the world the uh, original world trade no flex seal involved but that being said when we had the first impact had we been quick enough removed the plane and had flex seal. We wouldn't have had a problem. No, oh my god, the fucking if if I think now, like in any uh, sky rise, any uh, tall building, pretty much if you have more than ten floors, every floor is uh, has a can of flex seal sitting there just in case a plane flies into it. You just flex seal that hole back up. Now this what the fuck? It's not white. Is you can, you get colored flex seal? Oh yeah, flex seal is not racist. You'll never find a, a racist thing about Dude, Flexio. he really is Billy Mays, right? Like, he turned his boat into a door, and then he turned his door into a boat again and went out. <laughs> like, he doesn't care. He you does whatever he wants. You don't ever mess with Flexio. It's only fucking $20, and you can Flexio your life back together. That's the craziest, most bullshit part of this. You ever... Oh, my God. Is it all these fucking 19... Like, if it really was this overpowered and it could solve any problem, you'd sell it for more. It's kind of like when, you know, when, uh, I don't know if you have these probably, like, who the fuck knows, but there's always these women who are super excited for uh, um, new weight loss routines. And it's like, wow, that's the one that works for sure. There's, they picked out a diet. and they feel your mouth shut, you won't be able to eat that much. Fair enough. But these women swear that this is a new big thing. You know, it's a miracle way to lose weight. And my only response to that is, if it was what it claims to be, it would have run everything else out of business. They'd be filthy fucking millionaires that don't even need commercials. And it, everybody would be doing that one thing. The fact that that's not what's happening is proof enough that it's not doing that. And Flex Seal is the same thing. It's like, yeah, sure, if you were this strong, 100%, you'd run every fucking other thing that existed in the same area out of business. You would monopolize the fuck out of gluing shit together. Not that that's like some they lucrable... You're bullshit. It's people like you who disparage the good name of fucking Phil Swift and that's his name out here yeah of course it is like it's it's insulting to me that you don't know but what phil swift has to do is do a goddamn circus act to goddamn troglodytes like you that just can't understand that flex seal will solve all of your problems like you you're too fat just flex seal your fridge shut you won't be able to eat the food there you go fatty you're gonna have to go to the grocery store again you're gonna lose a couple pounds when you get home can't open the fridge because it's flex sealed shut all your food goes bad. There you go. You're skinny. It's super simple. Anything you want, just flex seal. So it's you guys are the dumb ones. It's people like you that just don't understand that flex seal will fix everything. So he has to cut a goddamn boat in half to show you that it can, in fact, do that. But it, here's the problem. The flex seal doesn't cut the boat in the half. Why would you be cutting your boat in half? The fuck is wrong with you? 
Mm-mm. Stupid. The flex seal doesn't cut boats in half, and if I want to cut my boat in half, flex seal isn't going to help. So, for that purpose... Why would you want to do that? Because that's what the fuck he did, and I'm going to use it for the advertised purposes. But the flex seal won't well, cut the fucking boat in half, so what the fuck? You, your problem is that your boat is two together? <laughs> My boat is too is much of one piece. I need you. I need you to frame it in the form of a problem. <laughs> yes, my boat is too whole, and I need it to have <laughs> to be less whole, so that then I have a reason to use Flexil. Flexil is giving me solutions for problems okay. that I can't have, and I want to use Flexil, but like I can't come across these problems. I need Flexil to provide a more broad range of things so that I can apply it more easily. You want to fuck around? Dude, do you think Phil Swift hasn't fucking thought of this? You're stupid. All you have to do, buy a couple of cans of Flexil, you start spraying. You start spraying the ground. You start spraying on top of that ground. And then you go until you have half a boat made out of pure and wholesome Flexil. One. Half a boat. That sounds crazy, but two... If this is even half as strong as it says it is, that's actually possible. Absolutely. You and can make half a boat out of Black Seal. That's kind of awesome. You could just... This is rookie shit. Man, has anybody done that? Of course. Most boats are made out of Black Seal. Black Seal... Cre- uh, I don't even know. Create a boat? No, no, man, that wouldn't work. Made boat. Black Seal made boat. Let's go. 80% of things manufactured now are made out of flex seal. That looks like a penis over there. Most penises to the right. have a little bit of flex seal. That right there looks like a penis. What am I looking at? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. You're watching your own screen searching some gay porn. I'm over here in Phil Swift land. Why does that half, look like? Oh, it's a spatula. Okay. I was like, this looks eerily like a penis or whatever. Now, is, is that see-through? What's happening? God damn it, man. This is annoying. Can you just go and look up the goddamn fucking commercial? It's so simple. All he does is he cuts a hole in his boat. He puts a piece of plexiglass in it. He flex seals it closed. And then he goes over a bunch of sharks. It's it's but, simple. But why? Why do you not have some flex seal? But why does he do it? Because you assholes doubt him. He cuts a boat in half and you're like, mm, it's probably CGI. So he fucking goes over some fucking shark. How do we know that's not CGI? Flex seal. Nothing to but a can of flex seal to fucking defend himself. And you know what? If a shark came and tried to bite him, he would spray this flex seal in his mouth and they wouldn't be able to close it. <laughs> This is the craziest thing. I've never been more offended on a podcast. This is, you're, look at this, flex tape, boom, see-through flex tape, just like glad it on, patch, seal, and repair. Go watch your fucking, can I go now? Will you just watch Phil Swift for the rest of this podcast? No. I just want to see the boat part. Am I being detained? No. (laughs) Why? Why? Go back. This is a story that I do not comprehend. This is the part. Don't go back. Look, that's just a bunch of... Oh, right. That's what it is. It's not plexiglass. It's just a bunch of flex tape. Don't go back. Go forward. He fucking... He cut a a hole in it, and then he just puts a piece of flex tape over it. It's simple. And then he goes over some sharks. 
There's so many holes to the, like... You you are wasting your life without knowing this information. And it's... How old are you now? You've made it through this much of life? Dude, how is this even working? No fucking way, dude. I don't know... (laughs) I don't know how you've managed to live this long without Flexial in your life. No, dude, this isn't real. I refuse to believe it. Like, it looks... Okay, well, then I'm leaving. It's, I'm gonna go now. See it's ya. It's ridiculous, dude. It's 100% nuts. There's no fucking I way, cannot, dude. I refuse. I do not consent to have this podcast released. Uh, I don't want to be on a person's podcast that doesn't believe in the powers of Flex Tape and Phil Swift. So, uh, I mean, his name is Flil Swift. You'd think he made the Swipper Swiper no. or whatever. The Swiffer Swiper? What the fuck is that called? If you, if you listen to this podcast, you support an anti Phil Swift. So it's pretty much the devil. Anti Phil Swift equals devil? Oh my God. Yeah. That's it's like fucking. Is he Canadian? Uh, it's, he's Phil fucking Swift. He doesn't have a nationality. He's just <laughs> fucking Flex Steel. He's, he's Flex Steel that's turned human. They sprayed enough Flex Seal on the ground until they created man. And that so man wait, he didn't Swift. invent Flex Seal? Get out of my face. Did he invent Flex Seal? He is Flex Seal. I don't get, you get about that? I, I get that much. To you. It's so simple. No, I understand that much. He, no, don't tell me he came from Fuck Jersey. You. No, he came from no. Jersey? Where did he say that? A team at like Walmart and like, oh, blah, 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 applied tape, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no, I thought it was telling us where the fuck he came from. I'm like, no, he comes from Jersey. Fuck that. So then, if he was made by it, you can make Flex Seal boring. He he was made by Flex Seal, but then like he created Flex Seal. So arguably, this is one of those time paradoxes where he went back in time with Flex Seal, made himself. No, he didn't. So that later he'd invent Flex Seal, which means Flex Seal exists in a sort of vacuum where it was never really invented. No, he is Flex Seal. He's like, there's a there's a Professor X put some sugar and spice and a little bit of Flex Seal into a jar and it exploded and created Phil Swift out of all the Flex Seal. And then Flex Seal uh, had their first spokesman and he went around cutting boats in half, Flex Sealing them back together. It's a simple fucking backstory. And if you don't know the origins, I don't know why you're bringing it up to me. It's, complica- like it's way more complicated than you think because you said Professor X did this. So on his side time about like running the X-Men, he was probably watching Powerpuff Girls and saw Professor Utonium and he was like, oh shit, I could do this, but I don't have all the ingredients. <laughs> the other one I have is fucking Flex Seal. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Can this stop? Because <laughs> I don't. I really, really don't believe this was a podcast, and I think we we you've just been making me talk about Flex Seal for two more than two hours. Hey, man, you might think this is not a podcast, but this is how my listeners are going to comprehend who you are. This is this is their look into your mind. I hate it. I want to leave. <laughs> All right, dude. Let everybody know where they can find you, because we actually are way over the fucking time. But let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find your show, everything Mm -hmm. you do. You can't. It's nowhere. I don't have a show. Fair enough. You're leaving it at that? Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Shit. No shows, no nothing. That's fantastic. That means you guys can't even know where he's at. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't know what he's talking about. Fair enough. You're you're playing a familiar game. You're playing a familiar game. You think you know that game better? It's not a familiar game. Uh-huh. I just don't want anybody involved with anti-flex seal coming over to my shit. 
<laughs> I got you. Anyways, dude, I appreciate you being here for real. No problem. But I appreciate it okay, very much, I, bro. What happened? I, I, I feel like I just train wrecked everything, and now you're just going to have to find another guest because you're not going to release this. Oh, no. This is definitely going out. This is 100% <laughs> going out. Don't worry about that. I don't give a fuck. If they're, over, sure. if they're butthurt on the other end, that's more about them choosing to listen. Less about me putting it up. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Word. But I appreciate you being here very much, dude. It's always a blast to have a fucking conversation when your shit always gets weird and we, we go to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Anytime, dude. Word up, dude. Take care, dude. Oh my god. What? That was confusing. And uh <laughs> That was confusing. And funny. Me way off. Yeah. And educational for people who didn't know about <laughs> flex tape. Flexi fl- flexio. Oh, flexio? Oh yeah. yeah he taught us Whatever. all the things. Flexio was created by a man that was made by Flexio, whose creator originally is Professor X from the X-Men complicated and the man went ahead and he cut his boat in half and then he glued it back together and then he rode out onto the ocean because that's what you do when you got flexio that's pretty crazy i mean he wants to prove a point and i guess he proved it if you believe the video yeah it's fucking weird like you gotta believe the video for that to make sense though yeah. it's like hard to believe man well, you can test it out yourself is ryan gonna do that wasn't he talking about he's gonna test it out or he was telling you to test it out. I don't know. He should. I think he's gonna. He's. He should do it. He should totally buy a boat, buy Flexio, destroy his boat, then glue it back together. Yeah. And then go ride that glued together broken boat on the ocean over some sharks. Yes, with a cannonball. Like how expensive it is? Is it to rent a cannonball to shoot? I into don't a boat? even comprehend how. Like this guy went out of his way to get. A fucking cannon and multiple cannonballs. Yeah. To shoot his stupid boat that it could have just like... I mean, are those things cheap? I don't know, but they're not being made, so they have to make new balls every time or something? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe those balls just survive. But then what's the point? Look, this is where the the idea of a cannonball becomes problematic, right? Let's say you're on a ship. You're fighting each other with weapons, right? You're shooting cannons at one another. Pirates versus pirates. Yeah. And you shoot a cannon out. That ball doesn't break. That ball just lands on their boat. Now they can just take that cannonball, and drag it load it, it uh-huh. and shoot it back at you. Well, that's good, I guess. There is a huge defensive hole to the concept of a cannonball. It doesn't just break through the hole. I, I mean, I imagine that it's so strong, it goes all the way outside of the ship. I think it would meet enough resistance that it's going to stop somewhere. But who's going around picking these cannonballs up while you're at war with another ship? Probably people looking for ammo. I guess. I mean, yeah, you should have some random people. Yeah, just like scavenging all the cannonballs <laughs> yeah. that came in. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be during the boat. Like, what if you're out and people are shooting cannons at your castle? You just got more ammo to shoot from your castle. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what if it's like a gun and after the first shot, you can't 
do anything with no, it. No, it's <laughs> just an iron ball. Are you sure it doesn't explode or something? I don't know. What happens to a cannonball after it? Uh, it's fired? Occasionally, but typically under only specific circumstances. Mm, so I right. wonder why there was rules, though. I mean, I guess because after the first time, it's not as strong. I don't know. It's like, it's not going to do as much damage, so let's just use... An, a, a new fresh, one. perfectly round, more destructing one. Yeah, yeah. If it's about causing more damage against the other person. That's fucking weird. So cannonballs are sort of reusable, but not necessarily. But in a desperate moment, who gives a shit? Yeah, in a desperate moment, why not? In a desperate moment, out. you just gave them mad ammo. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the giant... F- Can you imagine? Like, you would never use a gun. If all guns use the same ammo and all ammo was reusable. Horrifying. You would never shoot somebody. Because what if they got a gun? And what if they had no bullets? But now they got bullets? Because you but you'd kill them. What if there's five people and you only had enough to shoot up one of them? Now you're fucked. But they have to like take out the bullets from the dead person. That's gonna take way too much time. What if the bullet goes through them? Okay, I guess that would help, but if it just sticks into the body, that's but then, a lot of work. What about guns that shoot round pellets? What if a pellet pierces a person? Do they just have another pellet to put into the gun? Yes. No. Do pellets not break up? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. Psych. I don't know. It makes no sense. Fucking cannons. <laughs> yes. Or using a cannon on a boat. I think that makes the least sense. Yeah. I don't get... He could have broken that with anything else. I don't know. Like, he did a... He put a door er, on the boat. He turned the fucking gap that he cut through the boat. Because in a different video, he cut up a... He has a problem with boats. Well, they're probably super cheap. I don't know. Just buying mad boats. (laughs) It's the best. I can't show people how strong Flex Seal is without a boat. Yeah. There's got to be other creative ways, though. There has to be. Like fixing a building or something. I don't know. It can't just Some... stop at like, hey, man, how are you going to show them how flexible? How are you going to prove it to them? Boats. Boats. Just all the boats. All the boats, yeah. <laughs> Buy all the boats and I'm going to show but them. But he got to do it with bigger boats. He can't just do the same boat over and over. He's got to get bigger. A cruise ship. Break it in half. Then put flex seal on a cruise boat. And then send that cruise boat out fully stocked with passengers. Yes. And you have proven it to me. Yes. That would be crazy. That would be amazing. You guys have a holy ass boat that's not sinking or anything because Flexial. Mm-hmm. Now proven. Boom. Yes. He bought some shitty little boat. He's probably on top of invisible glass that's underwater. Because, dude, that sheet was too. That boat can't be held. Come on. That's bullshit, right? I don't know. I don't know. There's videos. Like, what is making it float? The, the shape. Is the shape? shape enough? Yes. It's the shape. So you tell me anything in that general like, <laughs> bowl shape will float? See. I, I don't know. <laughs> probably. 
Is that not what? It's what's happening. That's what it looks like. It's happening. So it just has to be less buoyant, I guess. <laughs> so long as it's in that bowl shape, because the only thing is sink when they're level to the water, and the water could get onto it. But in the bowl shape, the water hits on the sides. So it should be totally fine. Yeah. The tape on the bottom prevents the water from going in, and in theory, it's way more buoyant because wood is usually, I mean, less buoyant, which wood is usually mm. less buoyant than water. So I guess it could work. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous, though. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the whole fucking... The cops thing. I'm so blown away by it, man. How are you solving... Just like Flexio. You're fucking fixing Flexio. You're fixing the problem with... The violence with violence. violence. It's ridiculous. Yes. That meme is funny. It is funny. I don't get it because they're seeing it and they're doing it and they're like, there's they're nothing wrong They're protesting being accused of doing it. By doing it. Yes. It's like cops who quit on being cops after they said, like... I'm supporting being a cop. That's why I'm quitting. Yeah, like, like, then you're no longer the cop that you're... I don't know. You're now just a regular human being. Yeah, (laughs) now you're the other people. Yes. So what do you do now? Protest with the (laughs) regular people? Like, what do you do? I mean, I guess people associate with shit like that. They're brainwashed into those kinds of systems, you know? Mm. Support this means I have to support every ideology as part of it. They're they're like, you know, this is wrong, man. I'm going to quit. And then they're like, wait, am I just a civilian now? Oh, my God. These cops are brutalizing us. What if that is what's <laughs> happening? Like, I guess that's probably happening. Yes. What about all these Atlanta cops that are just quitting? They're going through the same thing. Are they just they? showing up the next day strapped down with signs and shit? Like, yeah. all Black Lives Matter. Yep. Yep. They're just forgotten what they were just standing for yesterday. That's fucking crazy. I don't know what the hell's wrong with people. I don't know. The world's going... I don't know. The world has always been. Dude, it's a glitch in the Matrix. No, it's always been like this. It's just, just, it's something, yeah, 100%. It's something about getting older. Yes. It has something to do with getting older that makes us see what crazy shit is. Because when we, when our parents were in their 20s, they were seeing crazy shit. When their parents were in the 70s in their 20s, in their 30s, they were seeing crazy shit. It's like, but it's never the end of the world, and it's always, like, it happens, and then they get over, and they're like, I've then seen it before. normal. Then normal, it's like, just a moment in their life is crazy, and then everything else is boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I, I, I like to hear the story that I was told, that there was a little girl, and she saw an eclipse, a solar eclipse. And she was... Her parents, this years ago, years ago, many, many years ago, and people were freaking, it was one of these super rare clips. And, uh, this is, uh, old traditional Hispanic family, and they're freaking the fuck out. Parents started sending kids home. Oh, because they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what it was. They started sending children home. uh, When they couldn't contact parents, they would put children with their siblings, thinking it was the end of the world or something. They thought something horrible was happening. But there was a really, really old teacher. The principal, I think it was. No, it wasn't teacher. It was a teacher who was even older than principal. Really, really old teacher. And he was just way calm. And this little girl who was seeing the panic asked him, like, what's happening? And uh, he said, like, this happens once in a while. I don't know what it is. But it happens once in a while, and there's nothing to be scared about. Nothing's going to happen, and it's just going to stop. And that's it. But he, at some point, experienced that same madness. Yes. And he's on the other side right now, like, 
this is nothing. This is nothing. This is and that's the problem. Normal. We go through those cycles. Like, we're going to get old and be like, well, those times were crazy, but not really. Like, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. When our great-grandchildren, well, not great-grandchildren, but when our grandchildren are going through it, they're like, the world is fucking and everything is horrible. And we're just going to be like, eh, sure, whatever. Yes. Like, sure, yeah. if you think so. Mm-hmm. It's always the same. I don't know. Is it much different? The situation and our place and time, yes. But the intensity at which whichever group is feeling it, no. Yeah. And, like, the true it's... severity of the problem also, no. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it's the same thing repeating itself. Yeah, it's history on a fucking loop. Yeah. So even viruses. Like, even though it's never been here, like, this is the first crazy thing here, it's happened in the world Many before, before like, yeah we just happen to be real good at pushing it away but like ebola was out yeah yeah we stopped that from yeah we just stopped it here but it, it's fucking happening mm-hmm. so yeah it is what it is we're <laughs> just fucking when we experience something it has to be the most intense anything fucking ever on the flip side this is a unifying experience that we're going through so the world mm-hmm. feels like it's one right now Something happens over here. It happens with the rest of the fucking world now. Yeah. Because internet, though. Because when it happened in the old days, way old. Not just internet. It was probably everywhere. It has but they to weren't do, able to connect to each other. It has to do with the comp. Because we've had internet and this still wasn't happening. In fact, the internet was making us more divisive, if anything. It's the fact that we shared being indoors with access to the internet. Mm-hmm. Everybody was trapped and Together. just to communicate with anybody, everybody got friendly online. Mm-hmm. This world became one through the internet, but because of the virus. And now anything moving forward that happens for a while is going to be one global fucking thing that happens. Until we start to forgetting we were united at some point and yes. start dividing and dividing and dividing. Of course. It's like World War Two That brought all the motherfuckers together. Mm-hmm. This is World War, Civil War thing? I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's a weird problem. It's like a whole new thing. Yeah, because it's like, it's happening everywhere, all at the same time, and it is people versus their... Police brutality? Police brutality. <laughs> it's like a it's sort of a civil war, but globally speaking, yes. people versus power. Mm-hmm. So... It's an interesting, weird... Weird thing. Anyways, yes. that somehow relates to this fucking episode. We're somehow. talking about that <laughs> yeah. for a short bit of time. Anyways, if you guys enjoyed this conversation and other conversations of this nature, you can find uh, the previous time that Ryan was on the show, which was in season three. I think it was episode eight or nine, one of those two. You can actually find that on the feed. You know, go look at that, listen to the first time he was on, and you can also find Ryan. The Clever Name Podcasts. You could find them on Twitter at Clever Name Pod. You could find them on YouTube, Clever Name Podcast. And you could find him on Instagram at Clever Name Podcast. And you can find the show on Apple Podcasts. Yep, yep, yep. And you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Just Convo Pod. Yes, and uh, you can look, go listen to the show in quite a couple of different places. Uh, the website, the official website, Great Thoughts. Info, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you feel like listening, go go there and listen. Yes, watch with your ears, and remember to subscribe. 
Yes, rate, review the show, and we'll read those reviews at the beginning of the program. And、uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. Yes, and let people who might like this show know about it. Word of mouth. Hell yeah. Do that. Talk. And this has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. About the size of their eye at a distance. That's weird. And then everything、yeah, else is made up. Yeah. yeah.、Hmm. What the fuck is that? Your mind is making up. But that kind of argues in, in favor of、uh, perception and subjective experience. It's being a fucking illusion. Heavily. That's strong、Why? evidence in favor because there's nothing real. But the eye you're looking at is real? Well, that's the most. Non. That's the most focus point, but is it the max focus? Or is there a small. Or is that still itself at a loss of focus and there is something much smaller I'm looking at. that you're looking at that we can't even tell that is the true focus and even the size of your thumb、like、or the、I'm、eye? Like I'm looking at a dot in space and then creating you in that. Yeah, like、mm-hmm. you're looking at literally a singularity at all times and everything around that singularity is. Sort of fabricated. Now we can't、Whoa. tell because we're used to this weird 3D experience.、Mm-hmm. But what if that's what's happening? The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister. With social media managed by Amber Black.